This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. Wolves, foxes, and football. Oh my. All <laughs> this and more right here on today's episode of Radio Techers. <laughs> I was confident that Mags was about to say something, but I was like, all right. I was the end. Aware of how excited you are about <laughs> Leicester. I just, about, I just, <laughs> it, it, it's more about the animals that I'm excited about. It's mm. the animals. I'm pretty sure that's mm-hmm. what it comes down to. Just, uh, just, in, just for any Americans who, who aren't that into football, you won't mm. see actual animals like on the pitch. <laughs> They are Man, that'd be something. <laughs> they are footballers. Wait, hold on. You mean to tell me I was convinced to watch this game because there's not animals under false pretenses? Under false pretenses. <laughs> oh goodness. Well everyone. Sir, this is not a Wendy's. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> everyone to yet another episode of Radio Techers. I'm, of course, uh, Tanner, a.k.a. the Texas Gentleman. Mm. The Texas Gentleman. <laughs> the Texas Gentleman. So, somebody needs to send me, like, a spittoon for this show. Um, <laughs> the, the shooting the sports-ish logo on the side. Yeah. <laughs> Radio Techers logo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, along with me here, uh, my good friend, uh, my right hand man, the one, the only Mr. Stephen Grudy, and of course, my other good friend, the hardest working man in all of podcasting, Mags. How are you, gentlemen, doing this morning? I'm doing really well. Excited to watch uh, a bit of good football instead of uh, boring, boring Liverpool. <laughs> oh man, look at his face. Well, I had to get at least not, one dig in. If we're not going to be annoying you all match because it's two teams that you don't really care about, then I've got to get at least one dig in. Oh, well, <laughs> I, I care about uh, uh, who's playing? Wolves? <laughs> there we go. I care about the Wolves of, of, of England <laughs> and the Foxes of Leicestershire. <laughs> Wolves and Lester, they're, they're teams. Hey, at um, least he's getting the dig in early. At least he's getting hey, in early. 
Yeah, I out the way. Mm-hmm. Out the way. I I appreciate it. I really, <laughs> really do. Um <laughs> We've got some football, obviously, that we gotta we gotta talk about here. Uh, Wolves, Leicester—that's the game that we're watching today. So that's why you're watching. Mm-hmm. And thank you for joining us. Uh, if you haven't done so already, and you're here in the chat, we ask that you like, share, subscribe. Uh, let us know uh, your thoughts on the match here as we watch. Um, I guess the remnants of what is Tottenham versus West Brom. Uh, mm-hmm. Looks like West Brom's going down. I think. <laughs> uh, Shocker. Yeah, uh, Big Sam is going to have a, a a big question to answer here as uh, the season winds down, it seems. Um, let's see here. Is, is now, Kane back for uh, for Tottenham yet? Yeah, he's, he's mm-hmm. scored. Scored on the goals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he... He's he's had his um his his contractually obligated injury this season. <laughs> it's it's actually normally in that August, so he's actually gone well yeah. that he's, he's he's gone so far with uh, with not getting injured. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you watch um All or Nothing, yeah. Uh <laughs> we we know that uh, Harry Kane has his uh injury history. Yeah, yeah. Um I'm surprised every time. <laughs> what happened it's like come on man you knew this was coming of course um, so let's see let's take a look at the standings if this result holds that moves Tottenham up to 7th uh, just right behind Everton who got a draw out of Manchester United yesterday mm-hmm. we'll talk more about that here in just a moment um, but Everton do have a game in hand uh, so that makes things a little bit tricky um uh, of course, Everton did draw 3-3 with Manchester United yesterday, kept Manchester United at bay um, uh, from, from with going... With the last kick of the game as well. With the last kick of the mm-hmm. game, yeah. Uh, uh, Calvert-Lewin, uh, the, the hero, it's good stuff. W- what did you think about that game, gentlemen? Well, uh, well firstly, what a goal by uh, Bruno Fernandes. That was absolutely sublime, um, very reminiscent. And I'm gonna I'm gonna get another Liverpool dig in here, uh, but very reminiscent of the uh, the Eric Cantona goal against Liverpool, where he uh, he chipped it uh, over the keeper and he just stood there and soaked up the applause. That's kind of what uh, Bruno Fernandez did. It was such a brilliant goal, uh, but. Mm. Piss poor defending by Man United. Absolutely. The defence let them down so, so bad. Um, and Everton got what they deserved. And, and they've kind of come on, uh, come back up again. They've had a really rollercoaster of a season. Really good at the beginning. Had a massive drop-off. Picked up again. Dropped off again. And now seemingly on, on another uh, up, uh, incline. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Poor for Man United, and, and Ollie came out after doing uh, after the match, did a press conference, and said he doesn't believe that they should be uh, uh, classed as title contenders. I don't no. particularly uh, believe that. <laughs> I mean, they, 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 they're <laughs> still in second place. They're still in second place. They've still got uh, 45 points. Yeah. They, yeah. This season has proved that... Um, Anything can happen. Give it three or four change, uh, three or four matches, uh, and a drop off in, in performance from one team, and, and suddenly it's a whole new game. So I don't think they're out of it yet. Uh, but class is starting to show through in the likes of City and and Leicester. We, who we're going to watch today? Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. you know what they say about second place. 
first place losers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> was that the case a couple of seasons ago when uh, you was picked to the title bar city then? I, I don't I don't know what you're talking about. I, 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 I don't recall. <laughs> Stephen, your thoughts on uh, <laughs> Everton Manchester United? <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I mean, it was a fun game. Honestly, these are these are the kind of games that I like to watch personally. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, there, there's not very many games that I don't like. But I, now that I've like picked my team, uh, you know, the the Brighton games, there's a lot of uh, a lot of emotion to it. There's a lot of uh, just like uh, fear. <laughs> and so with panic intrepidation exactly so you know with with these types of games you know uh i like manchester united i like everton but but they're not really like uh you know in my wheelhouse necessarily so it, it's yeah. really fun to see uh you know a last minute draw like this uh you know mm-hmm. good good on everton honestly uh manchester united that was uh that was their game to lose a hundred percent um the, i don't know man like Manchester United, they're they're so confusing to me uh, because like they they can come out and just play like the best football that you've ever seen in your life. You know, just so aggressive in, in their attack, it's so so aggressive. And then out of nowhere, they just kind of like sit back and and they, I don't know. It's like a tale of two teams uh, with me with with Manchester United, where you know I, I just feel like who, depending on who's on the pitch, depending on what day it is, depending on if it's raining or if it's sunny. It, it, you just get a, an entirely different team, but uh, I mean, good on Everton. Uh, honestly, uh, I think they deserved it. But um, yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think Everton deserved that result. Um, I think that uh, United will definitely feel a little bit hard done by the result. Uh, in all honesty, I think they they just about had it in the bag. Uh, as we are getting the starting lineups here for Wolves and Leicester. Uh, this is going to be a, a spicy game, gentlemen. Um, what was also a bit of a spicy game was yet another Radio Techers derby yesterday. Uh, Burnley, uh, Brighton, uh, 1-1 draw. Uh, as a neutral, um, I was hoping that one of y'all would beat the other one, so that way we could have some, some banter here this morning. But uh, that, that, is, that actually backfired on me somehow. I don't understand. Um, but as the two of you have something invested in this game, uh, go ahead and give me your thoughts here before we kick off with uh, Wolves and Leicester. Yeah, all friends in the end. That's the, that, that was the... the probably the fairest result. I mean, Burnley did have the the most possession, which is something they don't generally have against opponents. They had uh, twice as many shots as Brighton, uh, way more many on target. Uh, but this was certainly a game of two halves for me. I think Brighton had an, a, a really, really quality first half um, and fully deserved to, to go in uh, uh, ahead. And Burnley really turned on and, and, and performed really well in the second half, got the equaliser that that they uh, really deserved. And I, I thought that maybe the, the winner was going to come, uh, especially when Ashley Barnes did put the ball in the net. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with a draw against a, a Brian team that have been performing really well. I mean, you, you're talking about a team that, that took Tottenham to school. Um, mm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with a point. I'm more disappointed with Burnley uh, not having any... Uh, any uh, transfers coming? I think we desperately, desperately mm-hmm. need some bodies um, in in the club. But unfortunately, it didn't happen, and um, it may happen in 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 the summer if we if we stay up. I think I'm 
confident that we're going to stay up. We've got uh, quite a big uh, leap over over Fulham in in seventeen. So yeah, uh, for the match, yeah, I'm happy with a point. Mm-hmm. Good, good. Yeah. Stephen, uh, I mean, as the Brighton supporter, you had uh, you had uh, discussed earlier in the week that you were tired of being uh, so low in the bottom half. You you wanted to advance. Yes. Uh, Get so used we... to it. Bratton are not are not a, even a mid-table team. They are a relegation fighting team. But there there's something about fifteenth that just feels so much better than seventeenth. <laughs> yeah, it's too long <laughs> Yeah, it, it feels so much better. Uh, but no, the Brighton Burnley game, I, I thought it was really, really good. Uh, I, I was, uh, you know, I was clutching the the armrests of my of my chair, waiting for that uh, that that goal that never came at the end of the game for Brighton. But uh, honestly, like I like I was telling you guys in the chat, uh, you know, as that game was going on. Uh, you know, like Max said, a tale of two halves. Uh, I, I mean, Brighton, uh, what was very, very strong in in the uh, in the first half. Burnley, you know, kind of took a little bit to get their gears going, uh, but once they did in the second half, Burnley uh, honestly took Brighton to school. Their their defense was was impeccable, honestly, and that's something we always talk about Bur- uh, with Burnley is is that their defense is really one of their strongest points, uh, and, and it definitely showed in this game. Uh, I would have loved to. To have seen a two-one here for Brighton, obviously, but honestly, it was kind of looking like it was going to be two-one for Burnley, and so a, a draw. I'm cool with it. I, I'm I'm totally cool with it. Uh, it it was almost a uh, it was almost a loss for for Brighton, and uh, good job on Burnley. So uh, yeah, one-one. You know, I'll take it. I'll take it. But it was a good game. Well, I'm glad that you guys are so friendly and happy with each other. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about this big game here that we're about to watch. It's just m- minutes away, mere minutes away, gentlemen. Uh, Wolves uh, versus Leicester. No Jamie Vardy in the starting lineup. Um, instead, we've got uh, Ihe Nacho, who's going to uh, uh, lead the line. Uh, if Mags wants to give me a correction on the pronunciation there, I think I nailed it. Uh, Ian Nacho, uh, yeah. Ian Nacho. Hey, there you go. Uh, you, we do have Harvey Barnes, Jane Madison, and uh, Ayos Perez uh, there. Um, uh, we've also got uh, on the uh, midfield uh, uh, Tielmans um, and Casper uh, Schmeichel back in the goal. Um, so a pretty solid-looking uh, uh, Foxes team here uh, mm-hmm. with manager uh, Brendan Rodgers. Uh, for Wolves, uh, Raul Patricio is uh, in goal. Uh, Nelson Semedo uh, is playing at fullback, so he's somebody to watch out for. Um, Den Dockner, uh, Raul uh, uh, Neves, uh, Joao Moutinho, uh, and then, of course, you've got the uh, the uh, attacking lineup with uh, Adama and a uh, new signing, William Ho- Jose. Um, man, I need to brush up on my Portuguese. Um, anywho, uh, gentlemen, who do we like here uh, between Wolves and Leicester? Leicester, uh, Wolves have dropped off a cliff. This was a team who were uh, were potentially pushing for Europe, and now what they sit just above Brighton. So uh, I, th- I think I can uh, telegraph who Stephen wants to win. Uh, but 
the form says that Leicester are going to win this. Um, while City and Man United have been getting a lot of plaudits for their performances, Leicester have been quietly plugging away and getting some really, really good results. Uh, even with uh, with Vardy being, I think he's been out for maybe three or four matches now. Um, they've still uh, got the the results they've needed, and it's no. Uh, surprised to me that this kind of uh, uh, upturning form has come when James Madison has returned from from injury. That guy has been an absolute linchpin uh, for for Leicester. Uh, just he's just such a firecracker. He's just so good at creating chances, uh, and Leicester have really kind of benefited from that. Uh, so I can't look past a, a Leicester win, but. With the likes of Treore uh, for for Wolves, and then uh, you've got Ian Atcher and Barnes uh, for Leicester. This is going to be end to end stuff. It's going to be a really good game to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Prediction, Mags. Do you have a prediction scoreline prediction? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Leicester will take it, and they'll take it handily. Um, I'm going to go three one. Ooh, ooh. Stephen. Uh, yeah. So uh, I mean. It- I'm expecting a good game here, honestly. Uh, you know, if you had asked me uh, two months ago uh, who I think would have won this game, I, I, I'd say it's kind of a toss-up. But it could be a draw. Uh, you know, Wolves could surprise and, and come out and get the victory over uh, on Leicester. But uh, I, I'm seeing a Leicester victory here, honestly. Uh, like Mags was saying, Wolves have just not really, I don't know, I guess not been themselves uh, recently and, and just kind of look really – I don't know, really lost. You know, what one word that we used uh, for, for Wolves early on in the season was scrappy. Uh, and and I, I think early on in the season that that, uh, that word did them a lot of justice. I think it uh, described them perfectly. But uh, the, these last few games, they, they've, uh, they, they've struggled to, to get to that same level, I think. Um, and, uh, I mean, Leicester, uh, like, again, like Mags was saying, they're, they're always just – silently plugging away you, you know they're they're they've been very consistent i think and uh lester's always a really uh, fun team for me to watch so I, i'm going lester here um mm, 2-1 lester 2-1 lester okay um let's see so we've just had kickoff uh i uh, I, I can't disagree with either of you gentlemen. I think Wolves look uh, uh, to be trying to find themselves here. They will have, I guess, maybe a slight moral advantage being at home. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even think that that counts uh, in this yeah. season. Uh, I saw a, stat, uh, a couple of days ago where this, this has been the most amount of wave victories that we've seen uh, at this point in, of any Premier League season. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're no yeah, I mean it's practically a neutral venue at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, which is ironic com- comparing the news that Liverpool may not even be going to Leipzig for for their European game. It may be playing at Tottenham. Yes, we will oh, be. Snap. Um, which is which is or nice Budapest we, weirdly. I, I, th- I think it's Budapest. Um, either yeah. way, we've had um, we, we, we've had more victories at uh, at Tottenham than we have at uh, Anfield. No, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a better a better percentage record at at Spurs than uh, than we do at Anfield this season, which is weird. Um, it is strange. Yeah, strange. Liverpool uh, of all teams too. That's hey, hundred percent record. Yeah. You can't be you can't be better than hundred percent. So that's, sure. that's the rules. Um, <laughs> that's that's the rules. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go. Uh, I hope for a really scrappy match here, man. I'm, I'm hoping for a 3-2 to Leicester. Um, yeah, I think that would be good. 
Um, or at least that's what I see happening. That, not what I hope. I hope it's 3-2 to Wolves uh, to, to crush everyone's hopes and dreams. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I do see a 3 Thanks, buddy. To, to Lester. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just, you know, I've got my agenda. You've got yours. Yeah. All good. All good in the hood. Um, <laughs> uh, if you're joining us, we thank you, of course. Uh, please don't forget to like, share, subscribe. Greatly appreciate it here as we are kicking off Lester versus Wolves. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, do, do the thing. Like, share, subscribe. And if you're in the live chat here, we do ask, uh, give us your predictions. Give us who you think uh, will be uh, winning this game here. Uh, who do you like? Um, you know, ask me the, qu- the the question that's on everybody's mind. Why aren't you watching the Liverpool game today? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, we can yeah. we can preemptively answer that. It's because Tanner didn't want to cry on stream again. <laughs> I, I didn't. I yeah, you're right. I absolutely That's didn't. Uh, I was gonna. I was moments away from having a mental breakdown. No. Um, <laughs> uh, so basically, yeah, what it comes down to is uh, we've watched a lot of Liverpool mm-hmm. on these live streams. I I don't feel as though it is. Um, uh, uh, I guess pleasing from a neutral perspective. If we only watch Liverpool games, um, you know, so- as if that's the real. I mean, that's the 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 magnanimous yes. reason, I suppose. Well, that's not the real reason. That's the, that's the political reason. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we we I like to think of us as a football podcast for the people, by and for the people. So we got to mm. watch everything, gentlemen. Not for the Liverpool watch everything. But yeah, I mean, would I would I want to watch Liverpool versus Leicester uh, live here in the stream? Uh, absolutely, I would absolutely love to watch that game. Um, any other season but this one. Uh, <laughs> um, I, um, and you say that, and Liverpool will win three 0 and we'll have yeah. missed an absolute belt of a game. Yeah, yeah. And, it'll, and it'll all come down because I didn't watch it. Mm. Uh, because if if I watch it, it's it's not going to happen, Mag. Okay, so just don't watch it. Watch this game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the plan. I'm I'm yep. just not going to watch. I yeah, mean, that's that. If that's what my team needs from me, um, <laughs> then, then I won't watch. What a guy. Well, we're about five minutes into this game, and we've not mentioned one single thing about Leicester or Wolves uh, and how they're playing. Um, so. Yeah, uh, Leicester have really started off bright. They had a, mm. a lot of uh, close um, half chances. Uh, Wolves have really been pinned back. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they're holding their own and, and they're frustrating Leicester's uh, forward lineup. So, yeah, it's been uh, an interesting uh, game so far. You can see that there's definitely goals in this game, though. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, and, and that's, the, that's the interesting thing that's... Uh, uh, th- that I've noticed here with Wolves and with uh, and with Leicester is that the formations look like they're like like they're going to give us some goals too. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about that. Um, yeah. yeah, Wolves but, are definitely anticipating a goal here. Yeah, mm-hmm. and both got really attacking lineups. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and of course you've got you've got Neves and you've got Moutinho in the lineup for Leicester, not Leicester Wolves, and they are. 
I mean, they're, they're basically, uh, you know, they're good for a belter from time to time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we've seen them score some amazing goals um, uh, uh, for this Wolves team. So I'm excited. Uh, I'm, I'm I, 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 I do feel, though, that they haven't replaced Jota. Um, even with mm. both them, I think that's one thing they've missed. They've missed Jota. His tenacity. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what Liverpool saw analytically um, to, to to go out and buy Diogo Jota, but they they bought him at the exact right time because mm-hmm. um, <laughs> he he went on a a real hot streak before going down injured uh, back in December. Uh, we still don't know when we'll see Diogo Jota next, um, but uh, you know, hopefully sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. Um, um, is, is there maybe um, any keys to victory here that you see uh, for, for for either team? Um, for me, it, it's all relying on who gets the first goal, um, who can break the deadlock, um, because we've seen Wolves being able to, to crumble once they go one down. Um and and I think Leicester have been one of the more harder teams to break down uh, in the first place. So yeah, I think the key is who can get an early goal and really take the the lead, uh, take the impetus in this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, also you know we we have to think about um, you know what form is Schmeichel in right now. Uh, you know they have a uh, they have I don't know he he's another uh, player for for Leicester that is normally awesome. Uh, you know, Schmeichel is a, is a fantastic goalkeeper, but he, uh, for for whatever reason, every now and then he struggles with these lower table teams. Uh, and, and so I'm, I'm curious to see, you know, what form he's in today, if uh, Wolves are able to take advantage of that, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then also, you know, they, they got uh, James Madison. Uh, that That's a, a huge, huge uh, pin in the cap for, for Lester here. Uh, I feel like he's going to be a, a very important uh, piece if they are able to pull out the victory here. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, so far, uh, you know, Wolves are, are definitely on the back foot. Lester's kind of playing circles around them, and uh, Wolves is – the, you know they're they're trying to get there, but they're just kind of running around in circles. So, uh, you know, we'll we'll have to wait and see if that's the the tail of the match or not. Yeah, now you make a, a really good point. If you can uh, frustrate and kind of uh, keep uh, Madison uh, under control, that's half the job uh, done against the uh, against this Leicester team. Yeah, indeed. Uh, I, that was a very uh, interesting analytical uh, piece there on a uh, Casper Schmeichel there, Stephen. Mm. It's good, good I mean, stuff. he was phenomenal against Fulham. Um, mm-hmm. Just, just it was like a brick wall, and and Stephen was absolutely right. There's there's times when he is anonymous, and there's mm-hmm. times when he does struggle. Uh, but when it comes to to big games, is 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 huge. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, it will be interesting to see if he does uh, kind of that uh, fade away in this game. Mm-hmm. Well, and the other thing too to watch out for is Wolves' ability uh, to give you different looks and, and change with different shapes. Um, I, I think that um, uh, with the the players that they have 
you have a lot of players that are uh, Portuguese and a lot of players that are, 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 are Spaniards, and they have a, a totally different way of looking at the game than, than a lot of, um, you know, uh, I guess other countries in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, with that, they may give Lester a lot of trouble in giving different looks and being able to change the shape on the fly here. Um, now, again, I think... Leicester is a very uh, solid team, a very good defensive team. Uh, I really like the the way that both teams play, though. It's it's a really tough game to call. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see here. We've got some comments in the chat here. Uh, I believe this is from your friend, Mags, uh, your friend and mine, it's- SJPW. <laughs> Uh, word. He's from yep. your friend. I hate the guy. I can't stand him. But yes, he's I, from your friend. I, I only, I only say that because the two of you do a show, and that's and that's nice. Right? We do where we where we watch uh, classic wrestling and in a very tenuous kind of a chain format. Uh, mm. This week, I'm not happy with wrestling Twitter. Or they've. Uh, They've screwed us over, making us watch uh, David Arquette in a triple cage match. Then. Yeah. Hey, Stephen and I watched that match before. We sure did. Yeah. We, we, we can talk about that here in just a moment. Uh, I loved yeah. it. JPW words. Uh, it says uh, Madison is a class act. I cannot disagree. James Indeed. Madison is an amazing player. I, 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 th- I think if Leicester don't make Champions League football, there'll be a lot of big clubs sniffing after uh, James Madison. I mm. would love to have him. I would love to have him. At <laughs> what a replacement for when, uh, Van Alden. Dude, it would be uh, it would be a very attacking upgrade. I would be so happy about it. Uh, it would definitely, it, I think, it would definitely change Liverpool's shape. I think that they would probably go with a different formation if they threw James Madison in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would probably stop playing uh, Firmino, Firmino so deep. Um, but uh, and then they'd probably give him a more attacking um, yeah. oriented position. But. Yeah, nonetheless, I'd love to have James Madison uh, in the, the the red shirt of Liverpool. Love it. Um, <laughs> uh, so David Arquette triple cage match uh, for the uh, the WCW title. Uh, Max, um, Stephen and I watched that match for um, our our headlock talk series of unfortunate events uh, episode uh, yes. uh, series and. Um, yeah, that was a horrid match. How did how did how did you even get here to this to this point, Mags? Okay, um, the the two options were um, the the Survivor Series '97 Montreal Screwjob match, or mm-hmm. uh, um, Simon pawned up this ridiculous uh, David Arquette match. Now it was going neck and neck in the in the polls, so I've been being kind of naive maybe about how wrestling Twitter works, said don't make us watch this terrible match from the arse end of WCW. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And I think every vote since has been for the the David Arquette match. It's won by an absolute landslide. So So fuck wrestling Twitter. Wrestling Twitter can eat my eat my ass. Wow. (laughs) Whoa! Wow, <laughs> that went that went very. That, is, yeah, I don't know where that went. <laughs> this is this is very reminiscent of like the 2016 U.S. election and Brexit and everything. You thought it was going to go some way, and it instead yeah. went someplace far more uh, yeah. in, in another direction. Um, 
<laughs> but uh, anywho, um, also I noticed that Simon had put out a um, an interesting tweet about food. Um, yeah, I'm, so, I'm not going to enjoy recording that episode tomorrow. Well, it's going to be horrific. You could just you could just have me and Steven on. We we could we could yeah. work this out. I'll be. Yeah, I'll, I'll tag, tag you in. <laughs> no, but it's not. It's not good for. It's horrific food. To, um, like takes. Yeah. No, I've I've got I've got some some what, what, good what is this and bad food, food takes. Yeah. What? Um. These are these are bad food takes, Stephen. That they're going to be discussing. So like thing, mm. things that other people would think is weird. Um. That that oh, you I think see. is good. Yeah. I see. Like, um, okay. like like uh we you and I talked about cereals the other day mm. and. Uh, yes. Uh, here as Lester is advancing the ball up the field. <laughs> <laughs> Quarter of an hour in, and we've we've mentioned the, we've mentioned the game sparingly. <laughs> um, you, you uh, Stephen believes that uh, Fruity Pebbles is the 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 S tier of S tier yeah. cereals. S-tier. What? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. That's a, that's a bad take. It's literally just coloured sugar. It's coloured sugar. Problem. <laughs> okay, so what's your S tier then? So, so, so the my god, my god, cereal will be uh, multi Cheerios. Mm. Okay, M- M- multi Cheerios. Okay, all right. So, so that's that's the one that has the uh, the frosted Cheerios, the honey nut Cheerios, and the uh, no, 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 no. Uh, it's got like the rice Cheerios, the wheat Cheerios, the oat Cheerios, and the. Uh, Barley oh. Cheerios. So, so, so because because you're you're English, you get like all the really healthy kind of boring flavors uh, that don't have all the not sugar. boring. No, our cereals out, for us are incredibly sweet, but they're nowhere near as as hundred percent sugar as uh, as American yeah. cereals. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's uh, it's it's you a need you need that thing in the morning, man. It's, it, it's a wonder uh, we're in the position that we are health-wise uh, in, in, this, in this country. Yeah, I don't know who would have thought it coming. Who would have thunk it? Uh, not the cereal lobbies, that's for sure. Um, anyway, our good friend Simon in the chat says, wrestling Twitter didn't screw mags. Mags screwed mags. Yeah, I opened my mouth expecting wrestling Twitter to, to pull me out in the clutch, and they didn't. They, they laughed at my demise. <laughs> it's very sad. It's unfortunate. Uh, but what's what's uh, what's also unfortunate is that we have not yet had a goal here in this Leicester Wolves matchup. Uh, we're still nil nil here at the fifteen minute mark, uh, yeah. going on sixteen minute mark. Um, not a, not a bad game though. I like it. I, I, no. I really thought that we've been close on goal a few times though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, just based on uh, you know how it's going right now, I would have expected a Leicester uh, goal by now. Hmm. Um, Wolves though look to have their tails up. Um, of course, they have brought in uh, William Jose from uh, Real Sociedad, who's actually been re- doing really, really well in La Liga this season. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was interesting to see them let go of William Jose um, uh, this deep into the season. I think. Yeah, and it, it, it's interesting that um, is is kind of replaced Fabio Silva, who I thought was um, was coming good. He, he he just wasn't able to score in the early parts of the season, but he was very kind of uh, energetic and uh, really fun to watch. Uh, and he's, now it looks he's like so he's, he's kind of dropped off a little bit. Yeah, I think he's, he was he's 17, 18 years he's old. He's like 
17 or 18 years old, uh, Fabio wow. Silva. He's definitely one for the future, for sure. Um, there were times this season uh, where uh, I felt like they were kind of doing a Kai Havertz, where they were kind of playing him out of position a little bit. Um, but nonetheless, um, you know, it looks like they, they started playing him more centrally. Um, James Madison here lines up for a free kick here in about the 17 and a half minute mark, and it's just uh, deflected there uh, off of uh, off the line by Wolves. Uh, let's yeah, it, on the rebound though. It seems I'm about a minute in front of Hughes, um, mm. and yeah, Leicester just just dominating uh, Wolves. Wolves really packing out the defense on and and frustrating this Leicester forward line. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's kind of what wolves do, though. They they seem to be pretty happy not uh, uh, not taking up possession. You know, they, they'll be glad to hit you on the counter attack, right? Mm. And the, and the the way that they they um, they line up as well, it, it gives them that opportunity with uh, with the likes of uh, Otto and uh, Martino to to fall back and and kind of shore up that defence, but then still have the 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 pace of of the likes of Neves and Semedo to attack on the break. Um, mm-hmm. But Leicester are just are just all over uh, the the Wolves box now. They get they're getting closer and closer. Um, it 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 seems a goal is is incoming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Leicester definitely in control here. I mean, you you can even just tell by like kind of the demeanor of the players. Leicester is playing a, a very slow, very very like clean game. Uh, you know, very calculated. Um, whereas Wolves are kind of just frantic and and kind of all over the place, just just looking for looking for that one slight mistake that that they can uh, capitalize on. But so far, Leicester has not given them that. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually, from what it seems like, uh, and not not to contradict you, uh, Stephen, but like mm-hmm. it looks like Wolves are pretty well organized and just trying to stay compact. Even if the mm-hmm. players are kind of a bit out of position, they're just trying to, I guess, keep things solid uh, and, and uh, I guess, prevent a very quick Wolves t- uh Fox's team rather mm-hmm. uh, from 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 going over the top or or getting a, a, a goal in uh, through James Madison's great vision um yeah it, it it seems very reminiscent of the the uh, man united and liverpool games that we watched where uh, liverpool was was really dominant uh but were unable to to break down that kind of a bank of four that uh, man united put in the box um we're, we're seeing a lot of similarities with, with that match i think mm-hmm mm-hmm interesting <laughs> take man interesting <laughs> take <laughs> That wasn't a slight on Liverpool, though. I mean, I thought Liverpool did. No, no, uh, I, I, no I, I know you don't have to explain yourself. No, no, it's fine. I get it. I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. okay. I'm not, I'm not emotionally fragile right now or anything. No, it's okay. Uh, no, we, we might as well talk about it. <clears throat> uh, Liverpool uh, currently in fourth place. Um, uh, we have. Uh, fallen to to Burnley, we have fallen to Brighton. This has been a, a really rough know, stretch. You, you, that that's the of all the teams in this group that we follow. Why, why, how is it Liverpool that have have, have lost to both of me and Stephen's team? That's yeah. shocking. It's very strange. Um, I mean, I can, I can, I can explain it. I can give you rationale for it, um, but I, I'd be beating a dead horse, really. Um, 
So I, it, it all goes back, and, and if Five Nerds Go is in the chat somewhere, they'll probably contradict me. But uh, this all goes back to the Everton game when, when Jordan Pickford uh, basically uh, destroyed Virgil van Dyke's knees. Uh, Liverpool have not been the same ever since. Um, and with each passing injury, Liverpool uh, change a little bit to compensate. And that change, when they compensate, totally ruins the whole rest of the plot. They have a very specific way and a very specific system for how they play. And when you have somebody like Virgil van Dijk, who's very quick defensively, um, he's also very, um, he's, he's very sharp-minded defensively, and he can also spread the ball very, very well. When you lose that, you know, uh, you have to compensate somehow. Jordan Henderson has fit in very well. Fabinho has fit in very well. But you're taking those two players out of the midfield, mm-hmm. which is causing another systematic um, change to things. Uh, I say that as we're getting a very close shot on goal here by uh, Leicester. Uh, they've had very many opportunities here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Leicester has. I- I'm surprised that they have not converted the chance yet. Wolves on the counter. Um, but it's it seems very rare that Wolves get out of their, their own half here when they try to set up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that's 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 my, my piece on Liverpool. That's why they're falling all over the place right now. Okay, um, so... Well, we we kind of touched on uh, the the transfer window, and, and this has been historically one of the quietest windows in Premier League history. But um, we were saying from the minute that uh, that um, Van Dijk got injured, that Liverpool needed to pick uh, pick up a defender. Uh, then we had the injuries with Matip and Gomez, which really kind of exacerbated the problem. And Liverpool yeah. did go out and pick up some defenders. What are your thoughts on the the two players that they brought in? How do you think they're going to fit in? Um, um, basically, are they direct light for light replacements for the the players that Liverpool have, have, have are struggling with injuries with? I think. I, I don't think you're going to find a direct like-for-like like replacement for Virgil van Dijk right away. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think there's there's a, a fellow, the closest thing, the closest person that I can think of that would be a like-for-like like replacement for me for Virgil van Dijk is actually a, a gentleman by the name of Tapsoba. Uh, he plays over at Bayer Leverkusen. He's the, the closest thing that I can uh, think of uh, to, to being able to match Virgil van Dijk's ability and skill set. Um, okay. Now, with that being said, uh, Ozan Kabak is an amazingly good talent. Yeah, he's he's definitely a player for the future. Um, he, I, I saw him doing some some rondo training, um, and he was definitely very good on the ball. Um, I, uh, you can definitely tell that from the highlights that I've seen of him play, and from what I've seen when he's pl- when he played for Schalke, um, he's a very committed defender. Um, and I'm really excited to see what he can do uh, when he plays. Uh, Ben Davies, I I really don't know all that much about him, but when I saw highlights of him play, um, he... um, he he looked really impressive too. So I'm I'm kind of surprised when I saw that uh, Liverpool were going in for for a Preston player. I was like, oh, this is this is not really like Liverpool to look in the lower leagues. But that being said, uh, and I've said this on on this show before, Liverpool don't generally go in um, blind into a transfer. They do a lot of analytical work. Mm-hmm. Um, so these two are are players that they must have seen something in 
um, that, that that kind of triggered their interest, um, and and they must have vetted them very very carefully. Uh, Liverpool are not a team that just goes into the market just for any particular reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean they're very salient points, uh, and people should take what I think uh, with a, a massive grain of salt because I did poo-poo the uh, the Jota transfer and, and he turned out to be an absolute revelation. Um, but for my view, I think Quebec is uh, a, a banging signing. I think that's a, a really good, uh, like I said, one for the future. Uh, I think that's someone, even, even without the injury problems that Liverpool have had, that is somebody who should have been on their radar and it's a really interesting move. Uh, the Ben Davis one is... For me, it's more confusing. Um, his numbers, are, even even at Preston, are not that impressive. He's not in the even in the top twenty of uh, of uh, championship level defenders uh, in terms of uh, defensive output. Um, in terms of offensive output, is is really low. Um, and it's his age. He's twenty five years old, which. If you mm-hmm. look at uh, if you look at the 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 team that Liverpool have got, you've got the likes of uh, Nat Phillips, you've got Reese Williams, both uh, I would argue are as good as Ben Davis is now, but both are way younger. I think uh, Reese Williams is six years younger, and uh, Nat Phillips is maybe three years younger. Um, so I was can't, like I was perplexed on 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 the fact that they've gone for someone like Ben Davis, uh, mm-hmm. but at two million. It's not even a risk. It's that's a drop in the ocean. Even if he's not that good, you can you can guarantee that you'll be able to sell him on for a lot more than two million. I mean, hell, they sold Rian Brewster uh, for twenty million, and and he's been a total flop. Um, so <laughs> it'll be it will be interesting to see how they uh, how they fit into the Liverpool team. Uh, but mm-hmm. it, two very interesting signings, I, I must say. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I was a betting man. Um, I would say that Liverpool will start with Fabinho and and Kabak at the back today. Um, mm-hmm. I think that would be that would be a smart move. I think Fabinho can help organize Kabak into the back, even though Fabinho himself is kind of a makeshift solution. They really, if, if Liverpool plan to win this game, Liverpool need to play Jordan Henderson. Uh, in in the midfield, along with Thiago and Vinaldum, they they need to play him in the mm-hmm. midfield. Um, <clears throat> I, I I would prefer not to see Jordan Henderson at the back anymore. I know mean, he played brilliantly there, but he, his leadership is needed in the midfield. I yeah, think. I agree. Um, so we'll we'll see what happens. Um, I do like Liverpool's chances today. I maybe. I don't know. We'll see. He looks scared uh, when you said that. Yeah, yeah. You you didn't sound confident. Uh, games against City are the are always the ones that I find hardest to predict because it could really go either all one way or the other. <laughs> Historically, for Liverpool and, and and City, it's either like you know we we bashed them or you know it's you know we got bashed right. There's really no in between uh, and, when, when yeah. Liverpool play City, and then I know that City have gone on um, a now-match uh, winning streak, but outside perhaps the 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 win against West Brom, 
which uh, we expected to be a, a, a big scoring game. They haven't been massively impressive. They, they, they've they just been kind of a steady awaiting. I mean, against Sheffield, they struggled. Um, against Burnley, um, they, they, they was only able to, to get uh, uh, two goals with a, a multi-million pound lineup. Um, City or Liverpool? I'm sorry. No, I'm talking about City. I think uh, even though they've gone on a, a, a huge winning streak, uh, they haven't really been standout impressive. Um, so I think the game is it's not as uh, as easy to predict as as the results kind of make out. I think Liverpool certainly can have got a lot of positives going into this game. Um, mm-hmm. I believe that um, Mane is is out, so that that's going to be a bit of a blow. Uh, but yeah, I can still see Liverpool really taking it to uh, um, to City. See, I'm, I'm getting conflicting reports on Mane. I hear, I hear that he can make it. I hear that he won't make it. I, I really don't know. Um, so we'll we'll wait and see on that one. Uh, but yeah, if you look at at City's recent um, games here, we'll go all the way back to December. Uh, I mean, they had a nil nil draw against United. They drew with West Brom one one. They uh, barely beat Southampton 1-0, uh, uh, just past Newcastle United on the 26th of December, 2-0. Um, they romped a awful Chelsea team, 3-1. <laughs> this was back when Frank Lampard still had the job. Um, 1-0 against Brighton, uh, 2-0 against uh, uh, Aston Villa. Their most prolific performance has really been against West Brom, and Crystal Palace, which was five nil and four nil, respectfully. But and, ever since and then, two teams that are not doing that well. Right. Yeah, they barely beat Sheffield United uh, last weekend. They struggled. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I... that's not a phrase you want to hear as a as a manager. Is we struggled against Sheffield. Uh, I mean, no. that, that, that's certainly not something you want to hear, and especially like Mag said, with, with a you know however many millions of dollars they have on the pitch mm-hmm. uh, at, at any given time. That's, uh, it's very strange. Well, and, mm-hmm. and, and here's the other thing too, and, and this is not a, a diatribe against city or whatever. I, I, I understand their place in football. I have, you know, Liverpool has, has their place. Everybody, you know, is, is kind of trying to, <laughs> to do better than what they did the week before. Um, I think that if if City had uh, uh, the the I guess the impact of the injuries, not just the injuries, but the impact of the injuries and kind of where it where it is in the lineup, um, that they would not um, they, that they would be struggling just as as much as as Liverpool has. I think that with considering Liverpool's injuries, I think that they've had just as tough, if not a tougher schedule um, than what City has had. Um, Jurgen Klopp had said that, um, and I think, believe this is incorrect here, uh, that uh, City had about a two-week break uh, over the oh. winter, um, mm-hmm. which is, oh. was attributed to injuries. It was later found that it was more like... Oh, a, a, the ref stopped it. Well, sorry, I'm to interrupt, but there's been a, a, a goal. The future. Yeah, there's a goal mouth scramble. Uh, Leicester put the ball in the net, but uh, it looks like Joe Martino has gone down in the box uh so the mm-hmm. the goal's been struck off, but wow, uh, that was playing with fire with uh, Wolves. Ian Acho and Madison both so close to scoring. Yeah, it is mm-hmm. a foul. He kicked the back of his ankle, but mm-hmm. yeah. 
It's coming closer for Leicester. Right. Well, it was probably a good time to, to stop talking about a, a game that's not happened yet and start talking about the game um, that's in front of us. Uh, I, I'll, I'll say this prediction-wise, 2-2. Two, two. I'll, I'll take a 2-2 two, two draw, Liverpool versus City. If, if you guys mm-hmm. want to make a prediction, feel free. But, I mean, I think I think that we might have a, a draw on our hands here today. Yeah. All the signs point to a draw for me. Um <laughs> I mean, and that right now would be a good result for for Liverpool because it kind of like stops the the rot a little bit uh, against uh and it also keeps them in in touching distance of of City as well. Uh, keeps mm-hmm. that that seven point uh, gap because the last thing you'd want is to go ten points behind and City still have that game in hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I would say I would say one one or two two uh, draw. Honestly, I, I don't necessarily see either team uh, going over the other right now, just because mm-hmm. you know, like you were, I mean, like you were just talking about Tanner. I mean, Man City's been uh, you know struggling to to you know get the ball in the net. Liverpool obviously has had their struggles throughout the season as well. So, uh, I, I mean, at this point, it, it's it's. It's no doubt both teams are very, very good, right? You, you know, there, there's a there's a reason they they are, uh, you know, placed where they are on the table. There's a reason they're in the Premier League, you know, everything like that. They're they're very good teams. It's just, you know, at at this level, uh, small little mistakes and small little, uh, you know, changes to the lineup and and hmm. you know conditions of the match mean a lot, you know, and and so. I don't know. It, it's going to be a draw. I, I think honestly, I don't. I don't see either one going over. If I, if I had to see someone go over, it would probably be Liverpool. But mm-hmm. I, I just don't see it. I think it'd be a draw. I I think that um, there is the potential, and I, and I'll leave it at this. There there is the potential. Anytime that these two teams face each other, Liverpool or or or, or City, um, that one plays right into the other team's hands. And it gets it, it's it gets exploited really bad. No one has a better record against Pep Guardiola than Jurgen Klopp. Uh, mm-hmm. So if Jurgen can can convince the players that this is a must win game and he feels the right lineup, I think it it could definitely go. Uh, it, it could be explosive. It could be a three-one or a four-one victory to Liverpool. It could also be a five-nil victory to City. So I really this this game is so hard to predict, especially yeah. this season. Um, but going back here to uh, Wolves versus <laughs> Foxes, of course, uh, the, the the battle of the animals. Um, we uh we've got uh, uh I believe about the thirty almost thirty-six minute uh Neves. Uh, uh, took a shot, went deflected. Uh, looks like we're gonna have a, a bit of a uh, maybe a free kick here by Neves. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Maybe it's, it might be Motinho. I don't know. One of one or the other. Both are very good free kick specialists. Yeah, I think it was Motinho that took it. Um, Leicester's wall was weird because they had a man led down behind everyone. Um, I don't get. I don't get why. I'll have to see what they what they do because uh, I've seen this I've seen this before where you've got a player that is like kneeling in front of or kneeling behind the wall if that's what you're referring to I'm not quite sure. Yeah, I've seen that, but he, yeah. he, uh, I think it's Telemans is is literally just let down like as if he's oh, yeah, having it's... a he's catching a a quick nap. He's got a snooze. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do see that. That is quite interesting. I'm not yeah. um I'm not quite sure what the strategy is there. 
Hmm. I mean, he's, he's just trying to block a, a ground ball, I guess. But uh, I mean, the likelihood of a, of a ground ball and a free kick, uh, I mean, uh, especially like a worrying ground ball is, uh, yeah. I, I think the chances of that are pretty low, honestly. But, uh, you know, do you, man? Well, even if you, <laughs> even if it was a ground ball, right? Like, let's say the wall jumps and it's a ground ball, it's just gonna smack Tielman's right in the rear end. It's it's gonna it's gonna hit him in the ass, uh, which is not gonna be fun. Um, but I suppose being hit in the ass is better than being hit in the back of the net. Hit in the net, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. Uh, maybe. I mean, it depends on which point of view you're looking at. <laughs> I mean, that, that shot to the ass might hurt a lot. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, I am... Career-ending glute injury. I don't know. Um, Yikes, what a way to go. <laughs> Ball to the ass. <laughs> we can't allow you to play anymore. Uh, the, the 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 muscles completely torn off the glute. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just one saggy cheek, we, we fla- flapping in the wind. You're gonna need to sit in this specialized chair the rest of your life. Uh, oh, man. It's, 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 believe it or not, this surgery is inoperable. We can't do it. It's not <laughs> The technology doesn't exist. <laughs> technology doesn't exist. We can rebuild it. <laughs> We're, the, Robo the, ass. The, <laughs> the $64 million ass. The, the, the wait list for a cadaver glute is way too too long. We're not going to be able to, to find it. Oh, would you, would you have... I can't a, find a, you an ass transplant. Would, would you have an ass transplant? Would you... Would you have a, a dead man's ass cheek? <laughs> I, I want to know how that process would work, though. Like, do you, uh, do you like, what, yeah, a what, catalog? Do you get what's a catalog the vetting procedure? Through and be like, hey, I mean, this is what he looked like when he was living, right? Like, this is this is his 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 butt, like when he was alive. You know, I like. He was the way religious that it looks. with squats. It's got, it's, yeah. got a, it's, it's got a good look. It's got a good shape. It might be hard to find some skinny jeans. The wife might like it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, one sided, one sided skinny. <laughs> one leg skinny, one leg comfort fit. Yeah. yeah can you can, can you replace both sides while you're in there? Like Yeah, no. While you're in there. <laughs> like, I want this to be uniform, you know, like yeah. I don't <laughs> don't want to be wearing chaps the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah custom made jeans. <laughs> what? I'm what? I'm sure this is a football podcast. How have we got on to the the science behind replacing somebody's ass cheek? <laughs> I don't know how how we got here, but I'm glad we are. That's, I'm glad, that's I'm glad we're here. Uh, anything can happen here on Radio Peckers. That's, that's uh... that is incredibly true. <laughs> oh man, what uh, about you guys? Can y'all believe we haven't got a Leicester goal yet, dude? Uh, or Wolves goal? <laughs> Wolves have actually sprung up here as the, uh, for, the end of the first half has. Uh, yeah, for the for the last five minutes, they've they've really done well. Mm. We thank everybody who's uh, stayed here in the chat and watched the live stream as we've rambled on about. <laughs> Ass cheeks <laughs> about butt talks. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, both teams look really up for it. Uh, Wolves, I think. Oh, is... that's a lot of space from. It was that Harvey Barnes. Oh, oh, great save! 
Great. Mm, indeed. This has been a very back and forth uh, end or near end of the of the first half, gentlemen. Still goalless, though, it seems. Um, n- neither team has found a way. Um, an, an odd um, uh, thing that I've noticed here, though, it seemed as though the fake fans that they had put in the uh, the stands are kind of doing the wave. I guess that's down to the wind. I don't yeah. know. Uh, <laughs> I'm, it's very unique, though. I haven't seen that yet in a football match. It's so realistic. Uh, so realistic. Uh, <laughs> at, at least they haven't gone the, the, the South... At least I haven't gone the South Korea uh, route of putting uh, sex dolls in in the crowd, or or fake referees. You know, I mean that that works too. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, no, those as are long as all back to the twenty uh, two thousand two <laughs> World Cup. There you go for all you uh, older viewers out there. <laughs> I mean, I, I would take a fake referee over Mark Dean and and Lee Mason. To be fair, yeah. The fake refs are on the bench. Oh, those are those are real referees. <laughs> I didn't know yeah. that those were real referees. Uh, yeah, Mike they, Dean always came across as a I mean I've been a, told a very fake referee uh, himself. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> I figured that they just give him a uniform every weekend just to be nice to him. <laughs> uh, like I think we're supposed to hand this to you. I think they need you out there. I don't. I don't really. <laughs> We we took it. We took a vote, and, and it's your turn once again, Mike. <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> oh, great run from Wolves there. Yeah, Wolves have really done well. I didn't expect them to, um, I guess, play as uh, I guess as uniform as they have. I thought that would be a lot more frantic, as as you had mentioned uh, earlier, Stephen. But they mm-hmm. they have stuck to a game plan, it seems, um, and have really defended well when when Lester has been on uh, on the break. Um, yeah, I mean they 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 seem to have. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. They seem to have found their found their footing a lot more uh, towards the end of this uh, end of this first half. We're we're seeing a little bit of that of, of that you know scrappiness that that we had talked about. You know they're they're playing uh, very uniform, very quick passes, uh, playing very physical also. Uh, and I, honestly, they're they're kind of giving it to Lester right now. Lester's really uh, doesn't have an answer for that right now. If if I mean if the second half starts how the first half is ending here, we definitely could see an opening goal from Wolves instead. Yeah, which would be really interesting because in the last 12 games, Wolves have gone behind, uh, have considered the first goal 11 times. Um, mm-hmm. So it would be very uncharted territory to see Wolves actually take the lead. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and uh, if you guys are in the chat, definitely let us know what you think here so far uh, of the scoreline. Are you surprised? Are you? Uh, uh, do you have any predictions here for the second half, maybe? Please let us know. We want to hear from you guys in the chat um, here as uh, we, we take away to the 45th minute. We'll see how much extra time we're given. Mags is One in the minute. future, so he probably knows. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Father Time over here. <laughs> Father, Father, Father Time, Mag. Mag controls all the clocks. Um, the... Oh, and it looks like Leicester may have a, a free kick on on the edge of uh, the Wolves box. Someone just picked up a book in, is it? Oh, it's Cordy. Connor Cordy's been booked. 
Dude, I, I'm really glad that they didn't pick that Liverpool didn't pick up Connor Cody. I'm really glad. I, I thought do I always you, thought the Do you think he would have been able to not uh, make the step up? Maybe. I think that he would have been decent, but I can't say that he brings anything to the table that Jordan Henderson doesn't already bring to the table when it comes to being at center back. And that's mm-hmm. not even Jordan Henderson's position. Now, I, I just don't know. I mean, we've, we've still got Champions League to play. Connor Cody may... It, it, it's Neves who's been booked anyway, not Corder. Neves? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, we're, we're just now seeing the foul here in America. Uh, land of the free, home of the brave. Uh, <laughs> so I guess that's one one yellow each uh, for, for yeah. the two teams here. Uh, mm-hmm. Can I just say I didn't agree with the, uh, the yellow card on Evans earlier, personally. Uh, I, I thought it was... Uh, Thought it was a, oh. a bit much, a bit much. Mm. Yeah, I mean that was way earlier on in the game here, but I don't know. I, mean, uh, I, I know the rule though. You know, it's it's like if you have um, you know clear control of the ball, I definitely get that. I, I just he barely tapped him, barely tapped mm. him. According to the rule, sure, uh, you know it was a foul, but I think a yellow card might have been a, a little too much. <laughs> That's neither here nor there, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, but but it's those kind of decisions that change games. I mean, we saw it with uh, um, Bednarek when he got sent off. Um, Luis uh, recently got sent off. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, th- these uh, these decisions can have a huge effect on the games. Mm-hmm. I really hope that uh, um, who's the the Wolves uh, or the uh, Leicester coach. Uh, Brendan Rodgers. Brendan Rodgers. For, former Liverpool manager Brendan Rodgers. Mm. I'm hoping that that uh, that that early yellow card for Evans doesn't convince him to uh, pull Evans off uh, to to try to skirt a red card because I think Evans has actually been playing very very well here and, and getting a lot of uh, really nice counter attack balls uh, off of Leicester. Um, so I I don't know if they take Evans off uh, due to that first yellow card that I mean Wolves have a, a steeper hill to climb I think. Mm, indeed uh yeah i mean i think what was what we're gonna have happen here um is that uh in, in the second half i i uh, knowing brendan rogers uh he's going to bring on jamie vardy at some point maybe maybe in the 60th minute mark mm-hmm. and i think that uh that's when the game is going to um explode into life for lester I think that's where that's where Lester's goals are going to come from. Yeah. Um, uh, if if you're a Wolves fan, uh, I think the key to the game here is uh, getting the ball to to Triore and trying to run it down the wing. Um, Triore at his full sprint is uh, nearly unstoppable. Um, yeah, he so. is like the Snowpiercer train, just huge, fast, and yeah, brutal. It, it, interesting reference there, Max. It's because I've been watching Snowpiercer. <laughs> we were both like, all right, it's pretty good. <laughs> Mags with the science fiction. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, you, you've mentioned a, a couple games from yesterday, so uh, let's talk about them. Um, let's see here. Uh, Fulham, nil. West Ham United, nil. Mm-hmm. Again, uh, Aston Villa. Arsenal. I mean, I, no, we, we've got to touch on this Fulham uh, um, okay, and okay. West Ham game. Whilst the action was 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 poor, 
Uh, it wasn't a good game to watch. Mark mm-hmm. Dean rearing his Mark Dean and, and uh, Lee Mason tag team again, uh, rearing their ugly head and, and sending off uh, Thomas Suchek. Um, mm-hmm. for for saying it, it was dangerous play with the elbow, um, but yeah, the guy was just lifting his arm, and it's two matches in a row that uh, Matt Dean has sent somebody off who should not have been sent off, uh, and he's been held by uh, the 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 fourth official uh, watching the VAR, which in both times has been Lee Mason. Um, David Moyes was absolutely disgusted uh, with the with the decision, and yeah, I, I have to agree with him. I think that was a, yeah. a terrible, terrible officiating. Well, and rightfully so. I mean, we see that motion every game. Yeah. Yeah. Every game, we we see that motion, and how many times is it called for a sending off? Well, and I think that's that's a lot of what what the problem is here. Uh, I mean, like if you if you want to call that a send off, okay, then it needs to be consistent throughout the entire league, throughout all of the teams, throughout all of the the officiators, all of the referees. I, I think that's inherently where the problem with with all of the officials uh, in the Premier League come from is like. Okay, no one wants this to turn into a no-contact sport. No, no one wants that, right? Uh, it, it seems like the officials are hell-bent on making that so. Uh, but the, really, the main problem is just the lack of consistency. You know, one one thing that you see in this game can lead to a red card, whereas the, this other one, it, you know, the game doesn't even stop for it. And, and that inherently is what the problem is here, is that, like, there's no – there's no consistency uh, among the the different officials and and even the rules. They they seem to almost make them up as they go. You know. Mm. <laughs> well, and 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 I, I think Mags can also speak to this too. And that uh, for years the Premier League has been plagued by a, a handful of bad referees, right? Yeah. And these bad referees tend to really. Um, <laughs> change the game for the for the worse not for the better um the fact that you now have var uh really only reinforces bad refereeing right i mean really like shines a light yeah i mean i i can't i mean that the amount of impact that a good decision has on the game versus the impact one bad decision has on a game is it's it's it it doesn't make VAR worth it. I think. Um, no. That that being said, I mean I get why they have it in place. Um, the the fix the problem is a lot more difficult. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you're absolutely right. And, and the whole point of VAR was to assist referees in in making mm-hmm. uh, tough decisions and, and making sure that they made the right decision. Uh, and what it's it's done is it's made it's took away common sense from a lot of referees where instead of uh, using their uh, their, um, their own kind of um, minds and their own kind of uh, um, sensors, they, they're instantly calling to VAR uh, and whatever the VAR referee is saying is, is, the, is what is the result of, of whether it's a sending off or a, a handball penalty, whatever. And yeah, I, I don't like it. I think the whole point of having a referee is that, that they're in control of the game, not some some other bloke watching the the, the, the match on the screen. Yeah, well, I mean, all, all the, you know, the on-field press seem to, you know, seem to forget, like, 
they can still disagree with VAR. Uh, mm-hmm. But it, it just seems like, you know, whatever VR says goes. And, and uh, a yeah. lot of the time you, you just get, you know, over analysis of, of simple plays, simple fouls, you know, uh, and then it just leads to, you know, the on-field ref just kind of looking looking like, why is he there? You know, if, if VAR is just going to decide everything, why are you even there? You know, uh, I guess you, you get to decide possession <laughs> and that's about it. But, but in terms of offside fouls, penalties, anything like that, it's just, Oh, VAR, VAR is God, you know, um, my, yeah. my biggest problem with with VAR. And I think a lot of fans problem with VAR specifically is the new i say new i guess that nothing's been changed necessarily but these these offside rules uh and just the fact that you know someone's arm hair uh can can put them offside someone's shirt <laughs> tail can put them offside it, that's my biggest problem with it, it and then it, it leads to you know games where we have six minutes of, of added time at the end because they wanted to look at this guy's shirt tail for four minutes it, it, it's it, it's dumb it, it's absolutely dumb I, I i don't think it adds anything to the game uh i, I mean it'd be better for you to just stop the game, give them a free kick and move on. It's not worth it. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, it's, that is a massive annoyance uh, with the offsides, especially when it's a, a part of the body that, that you can't score a goal with in, in the first place, like the, the arm. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it, that is annoying. But I think for me, the, the biggest kind of uh, change that it's brought into football is, Players can't can't jump properly now in the box for fear yeah. of of uh, the ball uh, hitting their arms. Uh, it's natural to use your your arms to get elevation in your jumps, and now you have to jump with basically your your hands st- stuck to the sides of you, which means you're, you're no not getting does. that elevation. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not a natural way to jump. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just. I think you hit the nail on that. It's the fact that VAR is being looked at as kind of a, the be all end all decision. No one can can challenge it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't like that kind of aspect of it. For me, VAR was always to be brought in to um, help the the referees with significant uh, decisions, not make all the decisions for the referee. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um... So, yeah, uh, Thomas Suchek, uh, hard done there by VAR and uh, poor refereeing in our, our, our estimation. Um, <laughs> Aston Villa won Arsenal nil. Aston Villa scoring a uh, goal in the second minute with Ollie Watkins. Um, maybe more famous for a particular photo of uh, Jack Grealish that was on the sidelines. I don't know. He, he done do pooped his pants. You can do your own research and see what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen. There's a particular photo of Jack Grealish during the game. Um, not a flattering picture. Uh, no. I know that. No. Uh, Steven, Steven as, as the leader of the Jack Grealish fan club, how do you feel about uh, Jack Grealish and uh, this photograph? Oh, this the man's already down. Let's let's move on. The man's already down. He's, <laughs> let's not let's not kick him while he's down. Uh, I, I I really don't like Jack Grealish, but that man doesn't deserve that. <laughs> well, uh, I don't think it's fair, honorable man, than I. I don't think it's fair giving Jack Grealish so much shit. It's that's cruel. 
Don't be a douche. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting words uh, there from... Uh, He's gotten uh, enough shit. <laughs> hardest working man in all of podcasting. Uh, <laughs> Come on, stop crapping all over Jack Grealish now. <laughs> no need for this toilet humor. <laughs> yeah, this conversation got awfully soggy. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but going to this actual game, though, um, it was it it was I think it was the first time that, that Villa have done the double over Arsenal in in twenty eight years. Uh, it meant that Aston Villa equaled the amount of points they got in the whole of last season uh, with seventeen games to. to Wow. <laughs> wow. Sorry, potty. You potty mouth. There's no Go need ahead. for it. Uh, <laughs> but the, the the outstanding thing for me was the the mm. save from Martinez uh from, from the free kick. Uh uh I wanna say it was Xhaka who took the free kick. Wow, Martinez, Arsenal should be absolutely kicking themselves that they let this guy go because they played, uh, and this is no disrespect to the player, they played uh, a substitute, uh, a loney from Brown, um, uh, Matthew Ryan in goal, and they could have had Martinez in goal pulling off these these kinds of saves. This guy's kept 11 clean sheets this season. He's been, uh, he's been an absolute uh, phenomenal player, um, and he was great. He was at, he kept uh, Arsenal totally at bay. A, a real kind of a standout performance for me. Mm-hmm. Well, and we we talked about this way way back in the day, Mags, mm-hmm. that uh, this was a major mistake that Arsenal mm-hmm. uh, was committing here by letting Emi Martinez go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I, in all honesty, I think that they should have kept playing Emi Martinez over Brent Leno mm-hmm. and maybe tried selling him on and finding something else. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. but uh, I mean. Yeah, I mean the the thing with Arsenal is you know Matt Ryan he, he's a he's a good keeper you know uh, the, you know no no one can say he he's you know a trash keeper bad keeper whatever uh, you know obviously his uh, his form fell off uh, quite a lot uh, under Brighton but he he did look good in this game I think um, but. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best part of Arsenal these days. Uh, man, they just looked just bad. Just, just uh, yeah, just lackluster. Yeah. Very lackluster. Arsenal have, have ex- has experienced pretty much the same kind of stories that every big team has. This this big team, if we still want to call Arsenal a big team, they're concerning their table position. But uh, halfway through uh, the season in tenth, that's that's not a big team for me. Yeah, it's not but, great. I mean, they, they're they're going through the same kind of roller coaster ride that we were seeing with teams like City. We saw City go through a really rough patch at the beginning. Uh, Chelsea. We we wrote United's you know deathbed confession earlier in the season. Oh yeah. Uh, we uh, look at them now. <laughs> uh, I mean, Liver Liverpool ha- are, are just the most erratic team. The new Arsenal. Uh, uh, wow! Whoa! Um, Whoa! Wow. Wow. Now, now you oh. you, wow, that was that sucked all the air out of the room. Yeah. Et, et tu, Magsy? Et tu? Um, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, this league this season has been so erratic mm-hmm. that it's hard to predict what the next turn is. 
it's, it's, it's just so difficult um, to, to, to pinpoint what's going to happen and what the trends are. Um, and that's for a multitude of different reasons. Um, so, yeah, Arsenal, uh, nil, Aston Villa, one. Um, gentlemen, on a more personal note here, Newcastle, three, Southampton, two. Uh, South, one of Southampton's goals came from uh, Takumi uh, Minamino. Um, who oh, what a great out. goal it was as well. Dude, an amazing goal from Mina Minnow. Um, uh, here as we see the the uh, Manchester City bus going through the, the Liverpool neighborhood. Um, There's tomatoes that's, on the That's brave. <laughs> that's a brave bus. <laughs> we we better know what happened the last windows. time that, that happened. We all saw what happened last time in the Champions League that uh, City made their bus so public. Um Anyway, uh, Takumi Minamino scoring a wonderful goal. So did James Ward-Prowse, but it was not enough oh. here to overcome Newcastle United's uh, goals from Joe Willock and uh, Miguel Almirion. Um, <laughs> they did get a sending off from uh, your best friend, Mags, uh, Jeff Hendrick. Um, traitor. Traitor Hendrick. <laughs> um, but Newcastle United with 10 men stood firm uh, somehow, even though Steve Bruce was in control of the game. Um, so, uh, yeah, I guess was... was um, I'll ask you from a Liverpool, a Liverpool point of view, seeing how Minamino played yesterday, uh, did Liverpool make a mistake in sending him out on loan? Or did they make um, a mistake in not playing him more? I don't think it's as, as, as clear-cut as giving a yes and no answer. Uh, I can certainly see how he was frustrated uh, with, with the amount of game time he got at Liverpool. Mm-hmm. But I think the the quality of, of Liverpool's uh, players in the position that he kind of uh, he takes up um, just meant that he, w- he was always going to struggle for, for, for minutes on the pitch. Um, so sending him out on loan, I think, is a great idea because it keeps him on Liverpool's books if he really like, picks up in, in form uh, and he can really force his way back into Liverpool's uh, ideas, then he can, he can uh, simply slot back in. Uh, but he also gets that opportunity to maybe... Um, Prove him, prove to himself that he's uh, good enough for for the Premier League, um, and th- this is a great way to start. Uh, I mean, Southampton, whilst they're in twelfth, they did have uh, a period where they were looking. I mean, they were top of the league at one point this season, um, <laughs> which just goes to show how mad this season has been that they're in twelfth yeah. place. Um, but yeah. at Southampton, he'll get a lot of game time. He'll play with some really uh, top quality players, and, and he's got that opportunity to to maybe change Klopp's mind about whether he's got a future at Liverpool or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I, I pretty much agree with that. Oh, go ahead, Tanner. Oh, I was just going to say, and, and kind of like we discussed earlier, I mean, Liverpool don't just buy players for the sake of buying players. There, there has mm-hmm. to have been a reason why they bought him in the first place. Mm-hmm. You were saying this, Stephen, as, yeah, as, no. as Lester and, and Wolves resume here in this in, in the second half. Mm-hmm. No, I was just going to say I, I agree with Mags. I think it, I think it was honestly a very smart decision for for Liverpool to put him out on loan. I, I mean, the, Liverpool has such a world class team that you, you you really have to be in that that really high tier, high world class tier player to 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 get a starting position on that lineup. And uh, you know, Minamino's a great player. Uh, 100%. I, 
I just don't know if he he necessarily fits with, with Liverpool. Um, but going to Southampton, like Max said, he's going to get a lot more game time. He's going to be able to prove himself a lot more. I, I think it's a really smart decision, uh, you know, not just on Liverpool. They, they get to see him play a lot more in an actual game setting instead of just on the training pitch. And, and then it, it's really good for Minamino also, obviously, because he gets a lot more game time here. Right, right. Well, and it's and and as as I think you were alluding to, it's it's hard to displace Mane or Salah. Uh, Absolutely. But uh, but with this season, though, I, I gotta I gotta wonder why, you know, why you wouldn't want to have him, kind of somewhere floating about the team as as crazy as this season has been uh, mm-hmm. with with injuries and fatigue. Uh, yeah, that that's very true. Uh, especially, you know, Liverpool, they're uh they're, they're front three. You you know, the the front three we always talk about. They are they're just crazy good, right? Like everyone knows that. They're they're crazy crazy good. But when when you have a an attacking lineup that, you know, relies on those three guys so heavily, um, you know, like we had had talked about in uh, you know, the last Techers episode, those guys get tired, man. Those guys get <laughs> so tired starting every single game. You know, it, it it would make sense to have someone like Minamino uh to to be able to just kind of give at least one of those guys a rest, you know. Wolves look to be on the attack here. Uh gold just uh goes uh over the bar here from uh, uh Ruben Nevj. Um so I got ads. You got you've got the ads. I've got ads. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's so sad. It is sad. Sorry, buddy. Um it's an erectile dysfunction ad. Oh, <laughs> hashtag blue chew. <laughs> Old smart to death reference there. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, no, this will be uh, this will be interesting. Hopefully, we get some goals here, man. Uh, historically, with these radio attackers games, uh, we don't get a whole lot of goals, but yeah, uh, <laughs> we are certainly the death knell. For for uh, goal high scoring performances for, for, for games, yeah, we'll see. Uh, we we had some we had some luck getting uh, some some high performances. Uh, Stephen and I did uh, watching the Royal Rumble. So if you guys out there are mm. professional wrestling fans, you can check out Headlock Talks live watch along uh, for the Royal Rumble. Um, Dude, I was I was so happy with that show, uh, and like it was so good. It was so good. And like I've I've been thinking about it, uh, you know, almost every day since since we watched it, just because like, man, I'm so used to, you know, all right, it's another WWE show. Let's see what crap they pull this time. But man, it was a great show. Yeah, Yeah. for me, the the one kind of match that that worried me the most, um, the the Drew and uh, Goldberg match. Yeah. It, it did exactly what it needed to do. It set it set the kind of stall for the show. Um, we got uh, we got Bill Goldberg putting Drew over uh, clean. Uh, mm-hmm. Both both uh, did exactly what they needed to do. Uh, and I think the show for me was so well paced. Uh, mm-hmm. Really kind of a really built well. You had the you had the highs and then then the cool off. But even the rumble matches were really, really well paced. I think it's it's really difficult to pace a rumble match. And I think that they they 
they've nailed it both with both matches. The women's match was one of the best rumble matches in a decade. It was mm-hmm. so so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they had the right winners, the right kind of feel good factor with both matches. Um, yeah, I, I was very very impressed with this year's Royal Rumble. Absolutely, I like it with the women's Royal Rumble. I really enjoyed how um, uh, the 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 last five to ten minutes felt very reminiscent of the uh, the old uh, end game finish that they had uh, back a few years ago when they had Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker as the last two mm-hmm. standing. And they yeah. even had like a whole match, basically, at the very end. Uh, you had mm-hmm. the same kind of thing with Rhea Ripley and uh, Bianca Belair. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that you had the right winners here um, uh, as we... Uh, uh, get a little bit closer it seems to a Leicester City goal I'm hoping it looks like it's uh, it's on the cards here can you believe I'm still watching ads wow 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 and uh, I'm seven minutes into the second half yeah maybe you should sign out and sign back in I don't know that's I'm watching that bad. same erectile dysfunction ad that's not good it, it's like they're trying that, to tell it, me something I was gonna say I've, 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 <laughs> what Wolf. I'd be worried for your search history. <laughs> Steven, quick, wipe it. Wipe the search history. <laughs> Hashtag blue chew. Hashtag blue chew. Um, All right, here we go. I'm in. I'm in here. <laughs> All right, what what minute are you in? I'm at 52. Oh, so it's actually helped you because you're, you're pretty much level with me. I'm on oh, just going into the end of 52 now. And it looks okay. like Jamie Vardy's warming up. Uh, good, good. on. The the live wire is about to to, to come in uh, for yeah, Lester. The, the powder keg. Yes. <laughs> uh, so so fill me in, guys. Uh, since I I missed the first uh, several minutes of, of this half. Uh, Mm-hmm. You know, before the before the uh, first half ended, we saw uh, Wolves kind of get get back to their scrappiness. You know, a lot of physicality, a lot of really good passing. What what are we seeing from them right now? So um, it, it's been a lot, kind of like the the start of the first half, where mm-hmm. uh, Leicester had a lot of the ball. Uh, were were trained really well to create chances, but Wolves were were solid uh, and determined. And and then when they they had the ball. They were quickly on the break, and uh, mm. they, they, it's, it started exactly the same as, as that. Um, okay. Wolves have now, it looks like uh, Leicester have picked up another booking. Um, when Wolves break on that wing, with uh, especially with uh, Traore, he's so hard to keep up with. Mm. Look, he just bullied Chowdhury off the ball. Great player. <laughs> Yeah, Trowdry is he's a really solid player too and and mm-hmm. he pro- provides a lot of spine for Leicester. Um mm. what's, what's interesting is is that Jamie Vardy's able to provide a lot of that same kind of thing that Traore is able to but with so much less mass. He's he's actually giving you yeah. more speed uh which is which is crazy uh, to think considering how fast Adama Traore is. It's maddening. Um how, how poor, poor free kick low bar Matinho. Mm-hmm. And Leicester again breaking with the ball. Oh man, how do you Why pronounce this player's name? Sayunchu, is that the one? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Okay. That, Mags is our residential uh, Turkish expert. Mm, uh, of course. He knows all. They've, they also have a player called Under um, yes. who likes to uh, cosplay as the Undertaker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a uh, he. He is the Undertaker. 
Um, yeah, he is. In, in fact, uh, when he was still playing at Roma, there there was a lot of Undertaker memes. Uh, oh yeah. Well, when it when he signed for Leicester, that uh, on on their Twitter feed, they they yeah. heavily linked with the the Undertaker. Didn't the Undertaker like do something for like like he like retweeted or like he like did something for Under when he arrived at? I think I, I, I think he did. Yeah. Oh 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 oh! If only Inacho could have controlled that bear, uh, Leicester would have been in for a goal then. I've got to give it to Wolves. They they've uh, they've they've done really well to stay solid. Mm-hmm. I, I'm really actually quite surprised that. Uh, uh, we didn't get a foul called right there in the box um, yeah. around the 55th minute mark. Um, I'm really surprised that, uh, that there wasn't a, more of a penalty shout. But maybe, maybe I'd, I'd have to see the tackle again. It looked like a, it looked like it may have been 50-50. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not sure which which player it was. I think the the only thing that didn't make it a foul was it didn't look like the Leicester player uh, had control of the ball either. So I, I think he just kind of let it slide due to that. There you go. Good eye there, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, Wolves definitely, they, they seem to be kind of repeating this, uh, this same play, mm-hmm. at least in this, in this second half here, where um, y- y- obviously it's, it's, you know, in part due to the way Lester's playing as well, but um, they're, they're just trying to get these fast, fast breaks off. And, you know, wh- which is great, uh, obviously, but doesn't seem to be doing them any favors right now. Hmm. Yeah, they seem to be winning a lot of free kicks, but not getting much in the way of like a, a direct. Oh, pass. that's a great cross! Oh, that was so close for Wolves. Yeah. Wolves getting very, very close uh, to to getting something here. Um, I would say it's getting to be about time that Lester try and brings on Jamie Vardy. Uh, <laughs> it's you know they they need something to turn it's, that. Title. It's still not on yet. Nope, he's not. Brendan Rodgers being uh, pretty conservative. I, I did say that they'll bring on Vardy around the 60th minute mark. I still think that that's going to be true. Mm-hmm. Um, gentlemen, uh, maybe this should have been a conversation more for the beginning of the show, but what kind of animal do you like more, wolves or foxes? I feel like it's a cute wolves. conversation. <laughs> yeah, um, foxes are annoying. They come and they rip up your trash bags. They, uh, the, 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 the kind of like cry of a, a fox is very annoying. Whereas a uh, wolves are cool. They're badass. Mm-hmm. They, it's, it's called the wolf pack for for God's sake. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, just, yeah so I, wolves are better than foxes. Plus, yeah. a wolf a wolf would destroy a fox in a in a one on one fight. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, it wouldn't even be a fight. No, exactly. It would. It would be the circle of life. That's what that is. Uh, <laughs> in uh, in context of of uh, the football, circle of life. <laughs> in the context of football, <laughs> fine. foxes. But in real life, foxes. wolves for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Wolves are badass, man. They're badass. Just, just felt like we would, we could have like a cute conversation about animals. Oh, uh, Max and I took it to the the murder the industry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's okay. Uh, I don't think PETA watches radio techers, so I think we're good. Um, but um, <laughs> uh, I don't know where I'm going with this. Uh, um, they're they're too busy uh, 
you know, putting out tweets about speciesism and things like that. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Uh, Is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Quality content. It's, it's, it's not. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? We got Mag singing the circle of life. So I think it's, I think this was. Uh, it, this conversation was worth it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I I don't mind doing a single on a on a podcast every now and again. Uh, um, right. Yeah, I mean Tanner and I have been known to to do some sing alongs on on Headlock Talk music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. big fans of Share. Yeah, Share. Oh. Uh, uh, Alter Bridge. Which, which, oh. which Share song? Which I've got to know which Share song. It, it's got to have been uh, Believe. Yeah, that, uh, it was believe. Yeah, I think that's yeah. exactly what we sung was um, believe. Yeah, that was maybe I don't even know, like twenty episodes I, ago. I got in so that. much trouble from the wife uh, the day that we because we apparently we sang it very very loud. Apparently, uh, yeah. Apparently, is there any other way to sing it? You know, <laughs> <laughs> was it all that part? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that's so that's that's live on the internet now. Um, It was live on the internet before. It was live. I guess it wasn't live. It wasn't live. That's true. I I could have taken it out of the show. There's no (laughs) way I'm reversing this. Uh, So here we go. Uh, Double substitution coming up for for Leicester. Um, they've took off Perez, I think, or they brought on Perez, should I say? Uh, yeah, and Barney's on. Oh no, they took off Perez and brought on uh, Albrighton. It looks like. Oh, Fabio yeah. Silva's on the pitch as well. He, uh, William Jose has gone off. That's uh, that's good timing for for Leicester, I think, because Wolves have have looked uh, really solid for a few minutes here. Mm-hmm. Leicester had a really good chance on goal there, um, but uh, it was it was not to be. It's not to be. Um, yeah, that that cross was beautiful. That was so close. Mm-hmm. Here we go, rounding the 60th minute, as predicted here by yours truly. Jamie Vardy clears his nose. Um, apparently, he had some boogers, um, some boogies, but, uh, some boogers. He had to get cleared out there, but uh, mm, he's probably had his customary uh, Red Bull, uh, you know, with uh, with Skittles. Um, you know, he's he's good to go. Kind of thing. That's disgusting. Maybe, maybe a no. shot of liquid. Jamie Vardy is, I mean, I, I don't know if it translates over to the US, but there's a, a very famous uh, football chant about Jamie Vardy uh, enjoying uh, vodka and cocaine before games. So mm. I don't think Red Bull mm. and Skittles are, are kind of his bag. <laughs> trying to keep it clean for the kids. But, uh, you know. <laughs> Max's like, nah, screw that. <laughs> we went from being a, a PG podcast to a, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Al- alcohol yeah. and drugs are bad kids. Yeah. Don't do what Jamie Vardy does. Or is a, no, is alleged to have done, reportedly. <laughs> reportedly. Have... Yeah, do what he does on the pitch, not what he allegedly does off the pitch. <laughs> that, that. Do that what what Tanner said. <laughs> Ignore me. Don't listen to me. So we've now talked about vodka, cocaine, poop. Why are we going? 
Ass cheeks. Ass cheeks. Yeah. Ass replacement surgery. Fruity Pebbles. We still we still didn't actually finish the the cereal conversation. No, we did not. Do we need to? We can revisit. Mags was like, no, my boring cereal is much better than your sugar-laced cereal. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it might be true. Mags is probably right, and he'll probably live at least 20 years longer than either of us uh, for, for, for eating it. I, I, I highly doubt that. I don't know, man. You'd be appalled at the things know. that you, 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 might, you Yeah, You should see what a, what a normal uh, headlock talk uh, Saturday or Sunday consisted of. Uh, yeah. Bleak times. Yeah, just um, wing stop. Just chicken bones flying everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> just drinking ranch like a shot. It's just, yeah, it's, it's, rough. It was, it was, it was, it's rough. It's good times. <laughs> um, still no goals yet here as we're rounding the 63rd minute mark. Uh, I think it may have been a clearance by Jamie Vardy of all people. I'm not quite sure. Mm, interesting. Um, uh yeah you know it's actually funny when when we used to like just smash on wingstop and then like record a show right after because i would just feel like absolute trash like during the show just like it was, it was gross it was so gross. just and, and, instant regret yeah and just those, like oh i'm gonna have locked up and the- <laughs> Why do we do this every week? Why do we never learn? And, and, and the, the really hard part was like, um, and, and this this for you viewers at home, if you if you've never done podcasting or you never uh, thought about doing podcasting, um, those rooms can get so hot if you're oh, in like yeah. a really closed confined mm-hmm. room. Lots yeah, of equipment. Man. Lots of equipment. Mm. You've got lights on. If you're if you've got the TV on, whatever. Plus, Ooh. you've got you and possibly your co-host pre-COVID um, really gassed up on food. Uh, so there's a lot of fuel in, in the room there, um, and uh, it's it can get rough. It can get real rough. Uh, no, no access to a kind of Febreze. No, no, no. We we regularly yeah. opened the the window just to kind of yeah. you know. <laughs> there were there were times during the winter where it would be like thirty thirty five degrees outside, but I would go to your house mm. in shorts in preparation yeah. for recording. Like, hot. <laughs> yeah, hot. Um, and you know, oh wolves. <sighs> yeah, that was a really that was oh, the best chance they've had so far. Yeah, absolutely. Really needed to convert that goal. Joao Moutinho just butchers it there. Yeah, he is not happy after he, that. He knows that he butchered it. He is very upset. <sighs> Man, they really needed to score that goal. Yeah, what a great chance that was. Mm. Schmeichel throwing his hands up. <laughs> Don't even need to do anything with that, dude. Um, we are. We're getting closer to getting the starting lineups for Leicester, not Leicester, Liverpool, Manchester City, and Liverpool. Uh, apparently, Ozan Kabak, Alisson, Fabinho, and Mane are all in the squad uh, for the clash oh, against City. Mane did make it in. Mane made it in. So did Alisson and Fabinho because they both missed the last game as well. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Manchester City might be in trouble. I don't know. Um, we'll figure it out later. 
Brendan Rodgers kind of pacing around. Uh, he knows that this game is really crucial as far as uh, as far as points are concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to wonder though where the goal is going to come from. I mean, it's almost certainly, in my opinion, Jamie Vardy, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it, did he bring him on too late would, would be my question here. There's still a lot of game yet to play, though. Um, There's certainly a lot yeah, of game to play, and, and he's literally just back from uh, hernia uh, surgery, so the last thing you want to do is, is start him from the beginning, and he uh, mm. he re-ruptures that injury. Um so I think bringing him on with with thirty minutes to go kind of change up the team makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Looks like kind of a foul there, but looks like the game's going to go on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ruben Nevsh, uh, just you know, just laying there right on the floor, uh, right right on the bench yeah. there as the ball goes out. Um, yeah, no, Jamie Vardy still looks pretty sharp though. Mm. I would say mm-hmm. he, he looks. He looks. He looks in in good form, considering, as Mags noted here, his his recent injury. Um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it looks like he might have tweaked his ankle a tiny bit. It's almost mm-hmm. almost his fault. That foot placement was a little uh, <laughs> little iffy. I think it's your fault. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see here. Mm. Oh, that was a, a really good crossing from Leicester. Uh, nobody on the end of it, but I think they've got a throw in on the opposite side of the pitch now. Mm-hmm. This will be this will be a really big test here to see if uh, if they can take advantage of this. Yeah, Leicester definitely slowing the game down here. Mm-hmm. Not in a bad way, you know, just kind of getting their bearings back. Which, I mean, do, do you think that, that plays into in, – in, I think that almost plays into Wolves' hands there if you're, if you're slowing the game down. I, I think that Leicester might be overall the quicker team. I could be wrong, though. Yeah, yeah I, I would have I, I said so. Yeah, I, I would agree to that. It, it's just that – I think Leicester uses their speed uh, more sparingly. They mm-hmm. they use it as a as a tactic, whereas uh, Wolves they they they're not a you know they're not a slow team, but they they're kind of just running around all the time, you know, always trying to look for these uh, look for these holes, tr- trying to you know get these tackles off. Whereas Leicester kind of plays a little little safer and uh, uses their speed you know as a tool almost. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely use their their pace to their advantage here. Mm. I mean, and it's not like wolves don't wolves no. have a lot of, of speed, yeah. but I think that the yeah, a, a, a lot of lot different. A lot of wolves' attack is coming through uh, feeding the ball to Traore and just letting him mm. absolutely run with it. And mm. I think mm. the issue with that is that he crosses with such power that it's hard to get um, uh, a wolf's head on the ball. Um, they're having kind of more um, success when they they take it slow through the likes of uh, Neves uh, and Moutinho. Um mm-hmm. But the issue the issue is they haven't had any shots on target yet. Uh, for for all the possession that they've picked up in the second uh, in the second half, they 
Schmackle still has had nothing to do in this game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. James Madison just took a, a free kick that got uh, deflected off the wall there. You know, you know, he he's definitely was hoping for, for more out of that free kick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there, there's been, you know, there's been that, that good chance from Wolves. There's been several really great uh, buildups from Leicester. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked that this game's still nil-nil, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there there's still roughly 20 minutes left, though. There's plenty of time for there to be oh, of course. Uh, some kind of goal here. Um, yeah, and, and they have Vardy I think the likes of Dendonka and, and Corda uh, are going to have to really concentrate in this last 20 minutes because the last thing you want to do is uh, is get a bit tired, uh, let your guard down, and someone like Vardy will just pounce and, and, and score, and then you've lost the game. Um, mm-hmm. They're going to have to really kind of grind to keep Vardy at bay. And so far, it's working. Vardy's not really had a lot of the ball. Um but he, he's the kind of player that only needs one sniff of a chance and, and he'll he'll attack. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they, they've got to really keep this, this pressure up. Uh, the starting lineup for Liverpool has been uh, released and announced. Uh, Alisson in goal, uh, Trent and Robertson at the fullback position. Uh, Henderson and Fabinho start at the heart of defense. Uh, oh, interesting. Thiago, Yes, yes. Uh, Tiago, Vinaldum, and Curtis Jones in the midfield. And then Mane, Sala, and Bobby uh, lead the attack, of course. Um, oh, reliable. Not attack. Oh, that was close. That, yeah. That was uh, Harvey Barnes, the closest we've got to a goal so far, that was uh, took a really good deflection. That was a, that was a very 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 close, uh, you know, shot there. Um, oh, that was goal bound. Great, that deflection was desperately needed. Hmm. I, I think that that Liverpool are making. I mean, the, if they're making mistake here, it's that they're keeping Henderson at the back. I, I don't like that that move. Um, uh, whereas I think uh, City have Ederson and goal, Can, uh, Joao Cancelo, uh, uh, Diaz and Stones at center back position, Zinchenko on uh, the other side of the fullback position, uh, Rodrigo, uh, Gungudwan, uh, and Bernardo in the midfield, uh, Mars, Foden, and Sterling uh, in the attack. Um, I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed with City's attacking lineup, uh, mm-hmm. but. Um, uh, it'll definitely be can Liverpool score goals against City? I think that's that's going to be the very yeah. that's going to be very telling here. And, if City plays their game, I think they'll play into Liverpool's hands. But <sighs> Liverpool just don't have Henderson in the midfield, and that kind of really hurts things. Yeah, uh, I think Diaz and Stones have been revelations this uh, this year for for City. If there's one thing that has been impressive, it's their defensive uh, capabilities. Um, they, they probably have the best center back pairing in the league right now. Right now, yeah, I would I would say so. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, rolling around nearly seventy five minutes here, Brendan mm-hmm. Rodgers cheering on his team. 
trying to get a goal. You know, we'll, we'll see if that happens. Um, but yeah, big game coming up. So just make sure uh, football fans everywhere uh, tune in to Liverpool, Manchester City. Just as you're tuning in right here, you don't even have to move. You don't even have to move from your couch. Uh, you can just tune in and see the game. Half past four kickoff here in, in the UK as well. So it's a mm. perfect timing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, of course, uh, today uh, here in uh, in the states, it is Super Bowl Sunday, uh, so there will be some uh, some Super Bowl coverage, I'm sure, uh, here on Shooting the Sports Ish. I, I uh, if you can check out Shooting the Sports Ish dot com. Uh, I've done a write up article of the storylines leading up uh, to uh, uh, the Super Bowl. So good stuff there too. So uh, uh, as uh, as the resident Brit uh, who. Uh, doesn't really know a, a lot about uh, American football, uh, but will watch the Super Bowl from time to time. Is this the uh, Super Bowl, the battle of the quarterbacks? Yeah. Yeah. This is, um, yeah. this would be. From everything I've heard, yeah. Uh, Not a big NFL fan, personally. So if we're, if we're going to use um, comparisons here. Um, this would be like uh, so. So, if you're a wrestling fan, this would be like The Rock versus John Cena at at WrestleMania. Ooh. This would be like uh, interesting. These these are big time quarterbacks. You you've got uh, Tom Brady, who is more or less like the 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 all time great uh, in a quarterback position, uh, facing off with Patrick Mahomes, who. Um, I think it's, it's clear to a lot of people, and I'm probably not the only one that has this opinion, but this is he's somebody who is um, on course to being uh, another all-time great quarterback with the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, very exciting player. Uh, two very different kinds of players, Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. Um, but it should make for an exciting game uh, seeing how these two guys uh, course uh, this, this match. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it'll be interesting. And who who have you got pinned to win? Um, I I like uh, I like the idea of the Chiefs defending the title here. I, I think that that, mm-hmm. that feels right to me. Uh, they won last year's Super Bowl. Uh, the team has largely stayed relatively the same. In fact, they've mm-hmm. added some pieces, which I think is really really good. Um, I think that the Chiefs are faster. Um. Um, but uh, you, you know you can never count out uh, a, a Tom Brady led team, so mm-hmm. it's going to be a close game. I think. Yeah. That, uh, from uh, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Stephen. I was just going to say from from what I've caught, uh, I'd say the Chiefs look like the better all around team. Um, you, you know, with uh, with the Bucks, I, I mean, obviously you can't count out a Tom Brady team, but I think the Bucks have just enough. Uh, firepower to kind of complement Tom Brady, whereas the Chiefs are, are the better all-around team, in, in my opinion. So I, I think the I'm predicting the Chiefs personally, um, mm-hmm. but but man, it could be the Bucks. It could be the Bucks. It could be, um, and that would certainly cement Tom Brady being the best quarterback of all time. Yeah, um, I think this game, if he wins this Super Bowl, he'll be he'll have the most Super Bowl rings of any uh, quarterback of all time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and and for those watching this game at home, just real quick, Fabio Silva probably missed the best chance of the game so far, and the mm-hmm. the first save that Schmackles needed to do as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
who who was that? Taylor just took a shot from about thirty five yards, and yeah, it was, it was not that far away. Yeah, he he's known to hit those too. He's definitely known to hit those um, uh, from from that far out. Um, here's a stat for you there for uh, for American football fans out there, NFL fans. Uh, Tom Brady has featured in nearly twenty percent of all Super Bowls. So Jesus, yeah. So so he'll have he'll have more Super Bowl wins than a lot of actual teams have wins. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, that's that's very true. Tom mm-hmm. Brady has uh, won more Super Bowl rings than the Buccaneers or the Kansas City Chiefs. So that's crazy. Wow. That's absolutely crazy. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, he's he's featured in nearly twenty percent of all uh, Super Bowl games. I think it's like eighteen point something something. But still, considering you know, <laughs> considering the stat, that's absolutely um, outrageous. Um, <laughs> Uh, oh man, way above the bar on that chance. Mm-hmm. Way above the bar. Wolves look like they are the better team right now, but Lester's Lester's still very much in this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's this is a tough game, man. This is a tough game, guys. I, I really don't know. Yeah, it looks like we're keeping with our theme of uh, <laughs> very little goals on all of our watchalongs. <laughs> But entertaining football, though at least we we haven't been we haven't been hit with dour, boring football. It's it's been end to end, just mm-hmm. no goals, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. unfortunately. So, so with with that observation, uh, are you guys happy that we watched this game, or, or would you rather have watched the the City Liverpool game potentially? <laughs> I, I'm going to defer answering that. Till we see what the City and Liverpool score is, because if that's that three-two uh, and it's end-to-end stuff, yeah, I'd be disappointed that we didn't watch it. But <laughs> I also didn't want to see you cry. So yeah, I I, I do like that we're watching I'm a fragile uh, bird right now. <laughs> uh, no, but I'm sorry, Stephen. You were about to say. Oh no! I was just gonna say I, I do like that we're that we're watching a, a game other than Liverpool. Uh, you know, I, I am a Liverpool fan for sure, um, but you know, we we got to mix it up. You know, mm-hmm. you, you just, like just, watching just, Liverpool. You're not yeah. a Liverpool fan. You like watching Liverpool. Yeah, uh, maybe. Excuse uh, me, gatekeeper Tanner. Excuse me. Well, we just we just hold on, hold on. Let me clarify. Let me clarify. <laughs> All right, all right. You are not a Liverpool fan. <laughs> look, 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 look. How we've dare had this, you? We've had this six-month-long journey of telling the story of where will Stephen end up, and we just yes. we just found the truth that Stephen, is, is, you know, is a Brighton fan, right? Yes. I just didn't know if you uh, you were going back on that. No, no, no. I'm, I'm I, yeah. Brighton's my team. Okay. Brighton is my team. I, I'm a Brighton supporter. But I'm also I'm also a fan of Liverpool. All right, fair I'm, also, I'm also a fan of Manchester United. But like Brighton's my team. It's fine. Oh, yeah, it's no, fine. I, I don't know if I can I can get down with that. No, uh, you can't be a fan of Liverpool and Man United. Sure, I can. I don't. I don't live in England. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, people have been stabbed for less. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tanner's like, yeah, where's my knife? Uh, yeah, I've got half the mind to make the hour and a half drive back uh, back home. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you just smack. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sorry, Tanner, if that uh, no, no, changes your no, opinion of me. <laughs> it's, it's fine. These these are these are choices you make um, no. <laughs> that you have to live with. <laughs> You've got to sleep at night <laughs> with one eye open. Um, goodness. Uh, no, I mean to to be honest, there's not a lot of teams that I like. Don't like. You know what I mean? Okay. That yeah. like who, who who don't you like? Uh, I mean, really, the only team, I guess there's two teams that, like, I see their game and, or see their game, like, on the schedule, and I'm like, I, I don't want to watch that. Um, Arsenal, for obvious reasons, and uh, Aston Villa for Grealish. That, that's really it. That's really it. For, for, for poo reasons. Yeah, for, for poo reasons, of so, course. Yeah, you don't, you don't watch Aston Villa. Um, that's cool. Yeah, no, I, Aston Villa. Ah. Uh, yeah. Full there it is. Just there like it is. Just like the. <laughs> um. I, I I will say too. Uh, Burnley is definitely uh, one team that I really like watching their games. Uh, they they are always... very much in the minority there. A lot of <laughs> uh, a lot of English fans hate watching Burnley because it's really? not. Yeah, it, it's not attractive football for a neutral fan at all. Uh, but that's what we bring to the Premier League. We bring yeah. that that oh. that uh, aggression and and uh, tenacity. And that, that's what it is for me. It's just like the the aggression, you know. Uh, that that's why I like watching Burnley games. I, I mean, it, they might not, you know, it's they're not going to get a five zero win, but like yeah. they're going to play very very aggressive. I mean, they could. They could get a. I mean, they could. Yeah, I look. I like watching Burnley in the way that I like watching like um, horror films. Uh, I was gonna yeah, say this or, will be or, good. Or, 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 or like, uh, like, like seeing what societies were like before civilization. Uh, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no, no, uh, Burnley. Like, I like watching Burnley. Uni- unevolved, uncultured. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like watching Burnley play when when there's a when there's especially a team that I don't like because what I can get from Burnley is guaranteed like they're gonna beat up whoever they play like mm-hmm. they, like it's gonna be a physical game. Yeah, um, you, so, you may take away three points, but you're not gonna take away all all of your limbs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if, if all of your if you're bones to watch, if you're wanting to watch a game from more of the physical side of things, then then yeah, I recommend watching a Burnley game mm-hmm. uh, for sure. Uh, that they will they will beat you <laughs> down physically. Um, they got to be careful though. If if our if the officiating keeps going the way it's going, uh, you know Burnley's going to get in trouble for sneezing on somebody next season. So you got you got to be careful. What's interesting, and, and maybe Mags, you can attest to this. Burnley hasn't really gotten a whole lot of trouble uh, for, for like fouls and stuff this this season. They, I mean, they've no, been um, relatively clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's one thing I think Burnley get a bad rap for that they 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 are a dirty team. Uh, I don't believe that they are. I think, uh, and and the stats prove it. They're not they're not uh, 
uh, in the in the upper echelons of teams that have got bookings or sendings off. We're just a very physical team. That's our bread and butter mm-hmm. being yeah. uh, physical, frustrating the teams that come and want to play uh, fast flowing football. Mm-hmm. Uh, we that's what we do. We stop that kind of momentum, uh, and we're a very much a counter attacking team. Um, yeah, but yeah, I don't think that's a very fair, uh, you know, fair point. I mean, there, there's a huge difference between dirty playing and aggressive playing. You know, mm-hmm. there is there is a huge difference. Like like Real Madrid play dirty. Real mm-hmm. Madrid and at Atletico Madrid, you could argue that they play fairly dirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing against either of those sides. That's that's just how they play. But you know, uh, you know, it's. It is what it is. I'm sure that if you asked a Real Madrid fan or an Atletico fan, they would probably tell you that they they just they just play physically. Yeah, true. Um, true. Then again, I I have an agenda uh, against against both of those teams, so it's okay. I mean, um, Ramos is a dirty player. Ramos is a very dirty player. Mm. Ramos is an extremely dirty player, and I think that he he tends to bring that out with the other players on the pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I think that Atletico Madrid is a far more physical team, and 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 and, that, and that's because the, their manager brings that out of them. I don't know. Um, yeah, we've had some some clear chances here. Um, this has been a bit more of a rough game than what uh, than what we previously predicted. Still nil nil, mm. still nil mm-hmm. nil here between Wolves and and Leicester. Can we get a goal from somebody? Anybody? Please. I'm still expecting the, a goal. <laughs> for the love of God. <laughs> um, if, we need to break this Radio Techers duck of goals. Yeah, if, if you are uh, City, uh, if, if, you're, if you're Manchester City, if you're Manchester United, if you're Liverpool, uh, you got to be... Uh, you got to actually be really enjoying what you're seeing here. Um, you're really hoping for a, for a Wolves goal, if, if mm-hmm. anything else. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. to be fair, in the last 10 minutes or so, it's mm-hmm. probably Wolves that have been come the closest. Uh, Fabio mm-hmm. Silva's had a couple of really good chances. Yeah, I was going to say, based on what I'm seeing, I'm expecting a Wolves goal. Uh, but like based on what I know, I'm expecting a, a Leicester goal. You know what I mean? Your your eyes say wolves, but your head says Lester. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, yeah, if if the if the result remains the same, Lester will still be two points behind United, uh, four points behind league lead, league leaders City, uh, and uh, uh, Liverpool will have a chance to go. Uh, ahead of them if they were to beat Manchester City today. So a, a draw here for Leicester is not exactly the end of the world, but it's not really what you want either, it seems. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a Liverpool win today against uh, Man City will open this this uh, this uh, title scene wide open again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and the, what's odd is the biggest benefactors would be Manchester United, interestingly mm-hmm. enough. Mm. Um, you know, but you know, with with bringing in two center backs, a win for Liverpool could mean, um, it, it could mean a lot. It, it could it could mean stabilizing uh, their, their position in the league and and maybe having another shot at the title again. Um, if I was to be a, a a bold betting man here as we approach the 90th minute of this game, 
um, I would say that uh, it would be wise if I was Jurgen Klopp uh, to potentially bring on Kabak at halftime and move <laughs> Henderson into the midfield. That's what I would do. Um, that's that. That would be your path to victory here. But we'll wait and see. Uh, Lester have a free kick right on the outside. James Madison looks to be taking it here at about the yeah. 90th minute mark. We'll see. Taylorman's fluffs his shot. It was ridiculous. Uh, three minutes extra time. Oh! Oh, that was so, so close. Um, was it Vardy with the header? Um, it that's like the cool. Yeah, it looks like it was. Uh, maybe not Vardy. Oh. Who who's taking the free kick? Is it Johnny Evans? Oh no, it was Vardy with the header. With a, uh, I think I'm a little bit ahead of you, but um, mm-hmm. Vardy is just headed inches wide. That could have been the winner. Could have been the winner. I feel like Tielmans is. I mean, he literally just about kicked himself, but he's he's going to metaphorically be kicking himself. Oh yeah, he he flubbed that for sure. Was, Oof. Seeing it in slow motion is so much worse. Yeah, it is. It's really bad. Uh, Madison looks to with the cross, and yeah, there there's that Jamie Vardy header that Mags was just mm-hmm. talking about. Yep. Goodness. Of course, we are you and I, Stephen. We are a little bit behind. Uh, uh, Smidgen. So, yeah. So just a just a smidge. Mags is probably approaching oh. the end of the game right here. Yeah, Jamie Vardy's header. I just saw the header. Oh man. That was so that's close. Gonna be, that's going to be your your closest shot here. Yeah, for of, sure. Of the game. Uh, gentlemen, uh, as we wind down here, any shouts for man of the match? We, we have not had any goals, it seems. We might not have any goals at all. Uh, but any shouts for man of the match here as we wind things uh, down? I mean, you, you would have to go with someone from... Uh, the Wolves' defence, I think, they've done really well to frustrate. Um, I'd probably go with uh, Nelson Semedo. I think he's been uh, really, really solid. Um, he's also been kind of like one of the linchpins of Wolves going forward as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think I'd have to go with uh, Semedo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going I'm to agree with you on there. I think that Semedo has done, to, uh, has done more to... I guess uh, control the tempo of the game than just about any other um, player for Wolves. Um, and that's it. The match is over. Nil nil. We've got a nil nil. Oh boy. Sorry. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with. Uh, I, I mean, Semedo is definitely a good shout from both of y'all. I think I'm gonna go with Neves. Uh, I mean, for very similar reasons. Uh, I think both of those two guys uh, really, you know, con- controlled the the tempo uh, of the game and controlled. Uh, the Wolves attack, uh, mm. you know, better better than anybody. Uh, again, mm. you know, really the I guess the man of the match would be uh, the Wolves defense here. <laughs> honestly, mm-hmm. no, yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, and a little bit of a controversial finish. Uh, it looked like uh, James Madison was on the ground uh, appealing for a foul right there at the end of the game. Uh, ref is not going to give it. This game's going to end here. Wolves in 14th, Leicester in the third. Uh, you know, again, this could have major implications uh, today if Liverpool are going to, if they do beat Manchester City, as Mags put it, this title race is blown wide open. It could mm-hmm. be. 
you know, we could see it be Leicester, it could be Manchester United, it could be Liverpool, or it could be City. Um, but this this draw here, it could have major implications here on the games later today. Mm-hmm. Uh, gentlemen, um, is there anything else that y'all want to talk about? Do y'all want to talk about Frank Lampard before we head out of here? Obviously, Big Frank uh, was fired from Chelsea since the last time that we uh, had a discussion. Uh, I've, I, I made note that uh, it wouldn't be very long before he would get fired uh, if the results continued to play uh, the way that they were. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you like the appointment of Thomas Tuchel? Did, did, did you disagree with firing the Frank Lampard? Uh, how are we feeling about that? Uh, I mean, I don't personally, uh, I don't know a lot about the new manager, honestly. Um, I, I think I will say this. I definitely don't disagree with the firing of Frank Lampard with, with, with Chelsea. They have a really, really solid team and they should be getting better results than they do. I mean, it's, it's just simple as that they should be playing better football and they should be getting better results. And so I think the, the only person you can really point to, uh, as the, you know, main factor of that would be the manager and, and Frank Lampard. So I, I definitely don't disagree with that. Uh, I think I'm going to need to see, uh, I, I'm going to need a little bit more time and need to see some games with the new manager and see what he brings to Chelsea now, uh, now that Frank Lampard's gone and uh, they're able to kind of build something new there. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So you, new- you make a, and, and a lot of good points. For me, I was always uh, of the mindset that Lampard was not ready for the Chelsea job. Um, he only had uh, very minimal uh, management uh, experience uh, with his time at Derby. Um, I don't particularly like when managers are, are given a job because of uh, of history with a club and kind of like mm-hmm. it's almost an emotional uh, uh, pick rather than who was right for the job. I don't think he was right for the job. I think uh, what would have been a better solution was maybe demote um, uh, Lampard, have him kind of sit under the learning tree of uh, someone like uh, Thomas Tuchel, uh, and and mm-hmm. and bring maybe bring him back in uh, in a in a couple of years when he's had that that opportunity to to really kind of uh, earn his managerial chops. Uh, in terms of the the Tuchel appointment, he's probably the better manager available right now. Um, mm-hmm. He did really well at uh, at Dortmund. Uh, he did okay at Paris, um, but he, he hasn't had a lot of success in terms of uh, of trophies and accolades. So mm. I think it's still a it, the 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 jury is still out for me on whether Tuchel will be a success at uh, Chelsea. But the the big issue is the fact that Chelsea spent a quarter of a billion pounds on players. Um, and I've said it before and I'll say it again, Frank Lampard treat Chelsea like a, a game of football manager where he was just buying big-name players rather than players that perhaps that Chelsea needed, mm-hmm. uh, and, and that was his undoing. Well, and I think that part of it too is like there were players that were brought in that I don't think that Frank Lampard necessarily asked for either. Like like mm-hmm. you know, with, with Kai Havertz, for example, I don't think that Frank Lampard went to Roman Abramovich and said, we got to have Kai Havertz. Um, I, I feel like that was something more internal um, than, than what maybe his coaching decision was. Mm-hmm. Like, look at the way that Frank Lampard, and I and I said this in, in a write-up article for shootingthesportsish.com. Uh, Great article. The way that, oh, thank you. Um, if, if you look at the way that... Uh, 
that that Frank Lampard played Kai Havertz. He didn't know anything about him. He didn't mm-hmm. know anything about. He was just told, "Hey, this is a German midfielder. Maybe he got shown some tape." I don't know what what context. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I mean, but, he's trying to do something different for him. I don't know, but it was not. I mean, good. you could say the same, maybe perhaps of, of uh, Ziyech as well, uh, because he's not been playing in in the right position. The and then if you even look at Werner. Um, he has really struggled this season because he has not been played in the way that he played in the Bundesliga, where he was uh, up from all the time. He didn't have to go and create his own chances. He was there to put the chances away, and and mm-hmm. and he certainly hasn't been given the, those opportunities at at Chelsea, um, and and he's, he's looked a shadow of the of of his former self. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I think that Thomas uh, uh, Tuchel uh, he'll he'll bring Chelsea some some good times. I think that he'll he'll improve Chelsea's standing, um, you know. But uh, whether or not that's going to be enough, I don't know. I do agree with the sentiment, Mags, that uh, maybe they should have demoted Frank Lampard. I think that uh, Thomas Tuchel and Frank Lampard are actually quite complementary of each other. They they like tactical mm-hmm. versatility, mm-hmm. Um, but whereas I think that Frank Lampard. Uh, never married himself to one particular system and maybe was a bit naive. I think that Tuchel yeah. is maybe a bit more well-read, uh, perhaps. Uh, of course, Chelsea are playing against Sheffield United later on today. Uh, we'll see what happens there, uh, if, if Chelsea can continue to produce some results under their new manager. Uh, also, later on today, uh, we will have a Leeds versus Crystal Palace. Um, which should be uh, a match as well. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, gentlemen, um, any, uh, anything else that you want to talk about before we leave? No, I think we've run the gamut of, uh, of, uh, of football for today, mm-hmm. but for the, at least for the next half an hour before we uh, pretty much go and watch Liverpool destroy Man City. Hopefully. We'll see. Fingers crossed. <laughs> these are, these, those are, those, are uh, th- those words make me anxious, Mags. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, no, no goal of the show here, unfortunately, because there wasn't any goals. Sorry. No goals here. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, don't forget, everybody, like, share, and subscribe here at Shooting the Sports-ish for Radio Techers. Anytime that we do a Radio Techers episode on a Saturday or a Sunday, you get a live alert once you hit that subscribe and the bell mm-hmm. notifications. You get that live alert saying that Radio Techers is about to go um go live i guess of course so you know do the thing like share subscribe tell your friends about radio techers have them come join us in the chat and put some comments in this is just as much uh your show as it is our show so we want to do this here for you guys um uh, mags where can people find more of your content there go to this place <laughs> here on the yeah. twitters um Go to Chain Wrestling as well, at Chain underscore wrestling, and, and watch me slate off the wrestling community for making me watch a terrible, terrible match this week. So, uh, yeah, but I have multiple content for multiple networks uh, with multiple tag team partners. So, yeah, always a fun time following me. Mm. Yeah. 
the 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 triple cage match. Uh, are you watching just the match, or are you watching? Yes. No, not watching all of Slambery. Just okay. that one match. Thank that's that's the one saving yeah. grace. I think. See what what's funny is if you watch the whole show, you're almost you're almost welcome to the triple cage match. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not great. It's not great. But if you compare it to the rest of the show, you're like, oh my god! At least I'm slightly entertained. Yeah, <laughs> I'll bear that in mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could be worse. It it could be a lot worse. It it's, it's a, it could be a lot worse than that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Stephen, what about you? Where can people find more of you? Uh, yeah, so uh, you can find me there at Grudy Stephen on Twitter. Uh, yeah. Trying to trying to do Twitter a little more now. I'm gonna try to do Twitter a little more. I kind of neglect Twitter a lot, honestly, but I'm gonna try to be on there a little bit more. Um, and uh, also, you can find me on uh, obviously here, Radio Techers. Uh, you can also find me on Headlock Talk uh, with my buddy Tanner here. Um, just watched uh, just watched Royal Rumble. It's a great, great show. We had a live watch along there, so uh, hours, go and check that four out. Hours of streaming. It was a long show, but it, it was it was very very good. And if you're one of those people that uh, you know, kind of has gone away from WWE recently. Uh, if you're looking for something to make you happy regarding WWE, watch Royal Rumble. It was a great show. Yeah. Well, good stuff there, Stephen. And I'm glad to hear that you you want to be more more active on Twitter. I, I, I like I like seeing you put out the tweets. Well, I, I love doing the live shows because we get to talk to fans. But if I just yeah. start using Twitter, I can talk to fans. So <laughs> win win. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, man. Uh, you can you can find me on Twitter at Texas Gentleman underscore Texas Gentleman. Gentleman. We really got to get a soundboard. We really got to. Yeah, do that. dude. We've been uh, talking uh, about that for years at this point. Years. years. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you can you can find me right there on on, on the twitters at Texas Film underscore. Of course, you can also uh, please do follow us on Twitter at Radio Techers. R A D I O T E K K E R S. You should follow us there as well. Um, we've got lots of places where you can find our content, whether that be on Visionaries Global Media Network, whether that be on. Um, yeah, uh, whether that be on Steven's t-shirt. Uh, oh, sorry. Be, I just wanted to show it off. Yeah, Steven's showing off his Austin FC shirt. Uh, yes. FC, Austin, it's, it's a thing. MLS coming up next season. Awesome. I'm pumped. Um, you can, yeah, you sorry can to find, interrupt. Uh, Keep going. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Ra- um, Ryan Shawcross has just signed for Inter Miami as well. Mm. From Stork. Well, oh, boy. Go. Uh, remember him? Yeah. <laughs> he was... <laughs> He was good once. <laughs> he, he, he was fine. I'm, I, I thought you were going to be like, he was. he's arrested. I was like, that makes sense. No, uh, <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding, everyone. Just kidding. Um, Stoker, a bad team. Um, anyway, uh, uh, you can you can find uh, Radio Techers on, on whatever podcast means that you have, uh, be it on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean. There's a whole bunch of places that you can find radio techers um if you do find us and there's a place where you can leave a, a rating review we ask that you do give us a five-star rating review wherever you listen to podcasts it's greatly appreciated it only takes you like two seconds to do it literally yeah. only takes you two, two seconds to do but it helps us massively so watch the stream give us a thumbs up so subscribe and hit the bell here on youtube 
but also if you can take take three minutes of your time just three minutes of your time here to help uh small streamers like us uh you know kind of break out that would be cool mm-hmm. I, I we would we would thank you mags would thank you steven would thank you yes, I would thank you uh, but regardless, we thank. I mean, you I'm happy to preemptively thank you now for doing it in yeah. the future. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you for doing the thing that we asked that you did. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, for for the one, the only, Mr. Stephen Grudy, and the hardest working man in all of podcasting, I am Tanner, aka the Texas Gentleman. You guys take care and enjoy the rest of your day. Bye. Later. Do you believe in life after love? <laughs>